Media Complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, with that out of the way, consider, are you a volcanist or an impact theorist? Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File, this one for Tuesday. That's Tuesday, August 14th, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff. Whatever your stuff might happen to be, news and current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and certainly we'll find many other things to discuss, talk about this afternoon. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it. Even from those of you who are Trump supporters, we'll read it, we'll look at it, we may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031. But on the phones, long distance toll free, 1888 For those of you in the Metro, 407 916 1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, sir. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well later in the program, right after the news. I'd say at about 402. A bonus round of closest to the pin, your opportunity to win good fortune for the rest of your life or face bad luck for 24 hours. That's followed by Jack's audio file. We have the regular round of closest to the pin today, Tuesday. It means Fritz on the street at 6. Have drive-home music for you already set in motion. Then PPT to wrap things up at the end of the program. Uh, Mr. Pingman, do some research and find out what the marshmallow test is. All right, just look under marshmallow test. All right. I had a question about that. Big story locally is Orangewood Presbyterian Church and the school, and uh, the pastor at this uh, church, Orangewood, has resigned following an independent investigation. I think it was independent because I think the statute of limitations may have run out, so law enforcement couldn't get involved. Anyway, a senior pastor at Orangewood Church and Christian School resigned uh, Monday following an independent investigation that criticized the Maitland Church's handling of sexual harassment and abuse allegations. And, uh, quote, much has been said about events that happened 20 years ago, and though I strongly disagree with many of the accusations made against me and the conclusions, my heart breaks for those who have been hurt at Orangewood, and I pray for healing, so says Pastor Jeff Jakes, wrote in his letter of resignation. So this has been under investigation for a while. Catherine Snyder, a former intern, accused Jakes of abusing his position as Youth pastor. Uh-oh. Yeah, the, you know those youth pastors. No, what does that mean? Yeah. 
And uh, by expressing romantic feelings, making comments about her body, detailing his own fantasies when she was 18, it goes on and on and on and on and on. So he felt the church, I, you know, the church, I think, pretty much ignored her allegations. And then uh, I think after the Sentinel got a hold of it, this, uh, the church said no alternative but say, well, we're going to have to investigate this. I, ha- I believe that law enforcement said, we can't do this. The statute of limitations has run out. We can't get involved. There's nothing we can do. So the church handed, over to, handed it over to this independent organization called Grace that investigates, I guess, I believe, allegations against churches, Protestant churches, for the most part. And they essentially said the report validated Snyder's claims and criticized Jakes for saying he regretted, quote, confusing the former intern. Confusing? (laughs) A description that Grace said, quote, marginalizes her dignity and robs her of the honor she deserves in bringing very painful events to life. One former pastor, get a load of this, because I'd like to know that. I'm not quite sure. You know, these stiff collars, they get me every damn time. Bunch Bunch of grifters. One former associate pastor explained to Grace that the Maitland Church had handled the claims against Jake's, quote, by considering it a private sin and not a public sin. Stop. You know, with all due respect, I don't know what the I I, I don't know what the means. Uh, public sin and a uh, and a private sin. So anyway, this guy uh, essentially, you know, it's one of those. Look, bub, you can resign or we're going to give you the boot, all right? Mm-hmm. And if you resign, that probably really means you can go someplace else and be a pastor and preach till all the air runs out of your lungs, whatever that might be. But, of course, this is on the heels of the Roman Catholic Church in Pennsylvania. More than 300 predator, 300 predator priests in six Roman Catholic dioceses across Pennsylvania were protected by church leaders. Gee, where have we heard this story before? Were protected by church leaders more interested in safeguarding the church and the abusers than tending to their victims, according to a grand jury report released today by state's attorneys in the Commonwealth or the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, so there you go. Mm. The main thing was not to help children, but to avoid scandal, the report says. Priests were raping little boys and girls, and the men of God who were responsible for them not only did nothing, they hid it all. All due respect to those of you with faith, I w- if I had kids, I wouldn't let them get a hundred feet around any of these uh, around of these diddlers and grifters. Anyway, so there you go. You got Orangewood, that stiff collar up there who had to resign. You got all these priests, three hundred of them, Oof. in the state of Pennsylvania. They just covered it up. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, of course they covered. No, yeah, they assaulted children, and uh, and their uh, bosses and the church uh, covered it up. Yeah. So the stuff, the stuff goes, you know, this is, this is not the only reason, but somewhat of a reason why there are some people, uh, whether they're persons of faith or maybe no faith at all, they don't send their kids. They don't want their kids anywhere around a church because it just seems that this churches, youth pastors, priests, anybody who's around children, you got to be very aware. I don't know how you safeguard that, but you have to be very aware, coaches, uh, anybody that's around children, I don't know what you do anymore, you know, when you got this uh, kind of nonsense, because it's, it's not new. It's been going on forever. Mm-hmm. And the only, the only saving grace, if you can use the word grace, is 
that uh, we, we do a much better job in uncovering this, uh, this kind of nonsense. Now, I also want you to be aware that uh, Lyme disease is increasing in the state of Florida. There were 34 known cases in the year 2000 in the state of Florida. In the year 2016, the last year reporting, the number of known cases is 132. And I want you to remember, just remember, you cannot get Lyme disease by eating squirrel meat. Yo, MC Bugsy, we're dropping rocks to target Lyme disease. Calling attention to prevention, so please use repellent and do a tick check. Up from Midwest, Mid-Atlantic, and Northeast. Nod your headache if you got bullseye rash, fever, fatigue. We're dropping rocks to target Lyme disease. Calling attention to prevention, so please use repellent and do a tick check. Up from Midwest, Mid-Atlantic, and Northeast. Nod your headache if you got bullseye rash, fever, fatigue. Watch your back in the woods, brushy spots, and leaf litter. Walk the center of trails, don't be a rat, Eight lays are creeping in that overhanging vegetation Stop these blood-sucking parasites with inflammation Eliminate brush piles, that's where rodents like to kick it Lime runs in their blood, larvae pick it up when they sip it Hunker down for several months to survive the winter And spring infected nymphs emerge to seek blood from the leaf litter Ticks dig humidity, keep the yard trim Mind the edge where your lawn transitions to woodland They like it overgrown, so keep the grass mowed Ticks are known to seek hosts wherever wildlife grown We're dropping rocks to target lime disease calling attention to prevention so please use repellent and, and don't eat that squirrel meat well eat the squirrel meat then i gotta get lyme disease by <laughs> eating squirrel meat but if you're going to eat squirrel meat i might recommend uh that you uh, save the skull because that's the best part you just roll it around in your mouth like a golf ball and get all the good juices right. it's the phillips file on real radio 104.1 he's got the Let's get a check of the news. Here's Mo. Uh, Jim, you took my top two stories. One was the pastor at a Maitland church right down the block from where we're sitting right now. Um, had to resign. Actually, he resigned yesterday. Um, it happened 20 years ago, he said. And he said that he had a resignation letter was submitted yesterday. And he says he disagrees still with the accusations made against him. But he did indeed resign. I didn't molest her. I just yesterday. felt her up. I don't know. He doesn't say that. No. Uh, the Presbyterians who run that church uh, also issued a letter um, reacting to to this whole episode in which church leadership was found to have repeatedly mishandled claims of harassment and abuse. And that sort of dovetails into the very next story about what's going on in Pennsylvania, where they actually have now labeled them. A grand jury now labels the 300 priests predator priests. Uh, basically the same thing. The church leaders looked the other way and were more interested in safeguarding the church and the abusers than tending to the victims. Associated Press now reporting more than 1,000 children and possibly many more were molested by hundreds of Roman Catholic priests and six 
Pennsylvania diocese that make up, I think, half the Roman Catholic population in the right. state of Pennsylvania. Mm, in the case of the Pennsylvania story, they have accused church leaders up there in, in the Keystone State of discouraging victims from even reporting the crimes, which happened over the last 50 years or so, 60 years. Uh, the, the administration of the diocese, different diet, there's six different dioceses that are um, involved here. Um, and, and everybody, the bishops, the everybody in the administration often dissuaded the victims from reporting abuse to the police, saying, well, handle it internally. And, of course, they did, did none of that. So, um, Oh, Johnny, you don't want to tell your parents anything now. you got to keep it quiet, no. Johnny. Otherwise, you know, God will frown on you. Go to hell, Johnny, if you say anything. So oh, shush. Shush is the word, Johnny. Shush. So said when they have a best practices, you know, uh, uh, list of how to handle certain situations. Correct. I know. It's, it's and very... the parents, of course, maybe better nowadays, but in years past, I mean, parents were under, oh, well, it's the priest. I mean, the priest doesn't lie. The priest doesn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. It's the priest. He's the man of God. Why would the priest? We wouldn't even, th- they wouldn't even think about that. Like, I come from that era. Uh, I wasn't a Roman Catholic at the time, but I came from that era when many families in my neighborhood were Roman Catholic. I mean, you could, the priest was, I mean, he was the one, you know, the nuns and the you go to Ireland now, they'll spit on a priest if they see him walking oh, down the street. Oh, for goodness sakes. Is that because, true? Yes, because of the mm. of the history of molestation and that. There's been a gigantic turnaround in the way that the Roman Catholic Church is viewed in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about schools closer to home, Jim. Uh, school is underway. I told you yesterday was a big day for school starting. Yeah. Uh, two more counties started today, Polk County and Clay County. Now, AAA is, is involved in this today because they say it's, an especially dangerous time on the roads as students and parents get used to the new routes and routines. Uh, AAA is advising everybody, please be cautious, A, in the school zone. Obey the really low speed limit. Maybe it's 15 miles an hour around the schools. They don't have to worry and, so much in Clay County. They don't have any high schools in Clay County. No, no high schools. What happens to them after middle school? Yeah, they just can't quite. Oh, know. I see. Oh, that's not true. No. Mm-mm. No, I almost fell for that Can't one, but that's not right. Grade, so. No, no, they don't drop out after eighth grade. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, you have to go uh, out of county high school. Oh, for Pete's sake. <laughs> uh, let's see. Tomorrow. It's a school song. Uh, Here's the cheer. Let's hear Yahoo! Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Ah, yeah. That's their mascot, the, Mountain Dew. No, that's what they cheer at oh, the uh, right. junior high football I games. See. They don't have any. No high school, school because there's no school, Uh so how would there be a cheer? They've got to work in the mill. Southwest Florida and the Tampa Bay area are all under a state of emergency because of what Governor Baldy calls the devastating impact of red tide. This is awful stuff. He issued an emergency order for Collier County, Lee, Charlotte, Sarasota, Manatee, Hillsborough, and Pinellas counties. That's seven. This enables more funding for beach cleanup as well as resources to combat the algae bloom that's killed millions of fish and turtles and 11 dolphins. And this is a natural stuff. natural occurring yeah. event that is made worse Oof. through the manipulation of waterways uh-huh. by human beings, whether it's the Army Corps of Engineers or the state of Florida diverting water this way, that way, that becomes stagnant and just becomes mm-hmm. worse. Right. Uh, a Tallahassee gun lobbyist, you know her name well, Marion Hammer, former NRA <laughs> president, actually, claims that yesterday's arrest of Michael Draca for the shooting of Marquise McLaughlin outside a Clearwater convenience store yeah. shows there's nothing wrong with Florida stand your ground law. Marion Hammer says it's irresponsible for anybody to call for changing that law when they don't know all the facts of the case. <laughs> she does question the state attorney's decision to file the manslaughter charge instead of sending the case to a grand jury. 
And Marion believes that it will only further inflame the situation. I thought you said the NRA said it was a bad shooting. I can't remember what their rationale was right in the beginning. And, you know, they, they, they're, you know the NRA is having a hard enough time now. I mean, they're dealing with this Russian spy, you know, that apparently, right. you know, involved herself mm-hmm. into some of the higher-ups of the NRA. Some say she was exchanging sex for information and, you know. And by the way, not to talk about sex for information, they're in Omarosa's book. I'm mm. not naming any names. I won't name any names. I got the story. We're not naming any names. <laughs> There's, uh, I think Omarosa in her book, Unhinged, <laughs> says does. that the president may have had a sexual affair with a uh, with a uh, Central Florida preacher. May have. We don't know any That's of that. That's all I'm saying. All right, fine. The... I read it in Michelle Goldberg's column today mm-hmm. in the New York Times. It must be true, then. It was in the Times. The singer of Margaritaville, Jimmy Buffett, is endorsing Democrat Gwen Graham for governor... Gwen's campaign made that announcement yesterday and said the Florida icon, Jimmy Buffett, will host a get-out-the-vote rally in South Florida next week. He also supported Bob Graham, her father, when he was governor. He and Bob Graham shared a stage in 1995 at the Capitol Press Corps skits where they sang Wasted Away Again in Tallahasseeville or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I'm just reading it, Pinkman. I'm sorry. What can I tell you? It just sounds really cool. Yep. I hear you. There's something new at Florida public schools this year, Jim. The words... In God We Trust must be displayed prominently somewhere on school grounds. The requirement comes from a sweeping education bill passed by the legislature and signed by the governor back in March. The bill's sponsor says it's a way to teach kids about the national and state motto printed on currency and included on the state flag. Every single school has to have it somewhere. In God We Trust, somewhere up there. I'll bet you a dollar, Pinkman, that the American Civil Liberties Union files a lawsuit if they haven't done so already in this particular Uh, instance. No deal. Okay. All right. And in Osceola (laughs) County, some parents down there say they're surprised and confused. But what they say is a new policy putting boys on one school bus and girls on another. In Osceola County, the school district says it's been doing this for a decade where there are too many kids for one bus, so they break them up by gender. Rather than separating them alphabetically or dividing them between the two buses geographically, they are separated by gender. Many parents say this is the first time they've ever heard of this. Other districts don't do it that way, and it's hard for their kids to understand why they suddenly can't ride the bus with their friends or even their siblings. There's another report that uh, President Trump wanted to use the art of the uh, deal instead of the Bible when he was sworn into office to put his hand on the art of the deal. That's, that's a joke, right? That's, that's got to be a ha-ha that's joke. A joke. Ha-ha Second joke, best-selling Jack. book next to the Bible. And uh, here's some... No, I think it's in her book. I have a lot of things about the book coming up in just a moment. The Sunshine State's National Hockey League rivals will meet on neutral ground in Orlando next month. Cool. Tampa Bay Lightning comes from there, and the Florida Panthers come from Miami-ish and will play a preseason game at the Amway Center on September 27th. Mm. Orlando's minor league team is becoming part of the Lightning organization. Tampa Bay has reached a three-year affiliation agreement with the Solar Bears. Good job, Mo. You're doing sports. No, but it's Florida. It's Orlando. It's, it's the Solar Bears. It's all Look of it. Look you go. I'm just saying. Unhinged has a lot of evidence-free gossip, including speculation that Trump was sleeping with, I won't mention the name, The uh, it says here, according to Michelle Goldberg's column, uh-huh. uh, the a pretty blonde prosperity gospel oh, preacher goodness. who gave the invocation at, at his inauguration. inauguration. Yes. Well, that won't be hard I'm to just reading out. what I see in the paper, all right? All right, listen. 
<laughs> I'm not, I want to make it very clear. I'm not saying it's true. I don't know no, one don't way or the other. No. All I'm doing mm-hmm. is reading from Michelle Goldberg's column mm-hmm. where she is reporting, I guess, something that might be in Omarosa, Omarosa's book. That's mm-hmm. yeah, just saying. Tim, we don't know any of this is true. I didn't say it was true. We don't just, know if any of this is factual. Any of this is just booba mice. We don't know any of just it. Just reading what's in the column. Ah. Okay. Uh, actually, the book actually hit the newsstands today. This Everybody's already gotten a preview, a sneak peek at it. But this tell-all book, who yeah. uh, unhinged, uh, is, um, has got some quite juicy things. She promised explosive. She promised jaw-dropping accounts of what she experienced in the West Wing. And they've already slapped back at, at Omarosa who taped stuff with John Kelly when she got fired, for example, and all of this. Sarah Sanders, of course, had to weigh in and said, oh, no, riddled with lies. Fop, 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 fop. Uh, it turns out, though, that Penn Jillette, who was also on Celebrity Apprentice, claims that he heard Donald Trump make racially insensitive comments when he hosted the reality show. Whoa, now we know. Now we're cooking with gas. Comedian and half of the Penn and Teller, you know Penn Jillette, right? He says he heard... Uh, the Donald say many inappropriate things during the taping of the show that he was on in 2013. He describes being in the boardroom, you know, that fake boardroom they set up on The Apprentice. As <laughs> he remembers, it was just as horrible, and and it was like nails on a chalkboard to to Penn Jillette because Trump would ramble during the breaks and say sexual things and racial things and demeaning comments every time they were in a break. Gillette says because the, that now he's the president. He doesn't feel comfortable saying exactly what he said, but it was not good. Why not? Why not say, why not say what he said? Maybe he had a sign, an NDA yeah, maybe also. For the, maybe he had a sign. But there's you a know. big difference between a, uh, a public figure and uh, or a federal employee and a private employee. Uh, federal government employees are not bound by uh, non, what do you call them, NDAs, non-disclosure NDA, agreements. Yeah. You, can't hold, you can't hold them accountable. There's another juicy piece. I wonder why that is. Well, I know why, but I'll get into that later. President Trump Ooh. also called, apparently in the book, Omarosa says that he called his son a blank up. I'll, I'll use blank for a curse word there. Which one? A, a, a Tweedledum or Tweedledee. Uh, Don Jr. Ah. He called Don Jr. a blank up after he really, after that whole Trump Tower meeting with the Russians uh, about dirt on Hillary. And it was supposed to be about a, a adoption and this no and that. No collusion. Benghazi. No, Benghazi. Uh, it turns server, where's the server? He blasted his firstborn, according to uh, you know who, Miss Thing, uh, you know Omarosa in the book. Yeah, uh, she says, uh, "Here's he here's the quote quote in in the book from yeah. uh, reading from the book quote he is such a blank up." Trump said of his son, uh, "He screwed up again, but this time he's screwing us all big time." All right, let's get more of that in a minute. So take a little break. Uh, Mo's got more news: the birthdays, the food. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at four on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Orlando City defends their pitch versus rival Atlanta United FC next Friday. Coverage begins at seven thirty p.m. on our sister station FM ninety six nine, the game AM seven forty, and iHeart Radio. Bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Back to the news, the birthdays, the food. Here's Mo. Hmm. The food on uh, August 14th is a perfect summer option. Uh, and it's also sort of retro and a, a throwback to your childhood as well, I would think. It's August 14th, 2018, and today is National Creamsicle Day. Yeah, I like a creamsicle. It's orange outside. It's yeah. got that vanilla ice cream it's on good. the stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good stuff. Right? Yeah, it's okay. good. Creamsicle. That's today. It seems like a perfect summer option. So... Sorry, I was um, watching the bridge collapse in uh, Genoa. 
Ooh, uh, one more thing quickly about Omarosa. Former okay. White House aide uh, Omarosa, who has the book out today officially, uh, she secretly also recorded Jared and Ivanka after she was fired from the White House. The pair are, you know, the, 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 the daughter and son-in-law, of course, of the president. Politico is reporting two different sources close to Omarosa mm. who say that Javanka called her after she was fired to offer their condolences. Okay. According to the sources, the couple claims on the tape, All right. they heard the tape. They did not know she was being dismissed. So there's a tape with Ivanka and Jared and Omarosa right after she was canned. And uh, there's a tape now that a couple of sources have heard. And uh, they say we didn't know any. Number one, she's taping everybody apparently to cover her, her behind. But she, they also. Yeah, she probably knew she was going to get fired. Uh-huh. Nobody knows why she was hired in the first place. Mm-mm. Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, the president let loose on Omarosa about eight or ten different times in the last 24, 48 hours. Uh, Today, he really went in the gutter, even for a president who we're used to taking to Twitter to insult his adversaries, right? Today, he used his bully pulpit, his presidential power, his Twitter page, Mm. to disparage a minority woman and called her a dog, a crazed, crying lowlife And all of these things. Now, the fact that he called a minority woman who served at, what, the highest level, right? In the White House, in the West Wing. The idea of using the term dog as a way of dehumanizing a person, it's the latest reminder, again, according to this article in the New York Times, that Trump is more than willing to question the looks and intelligence of women, specifically African-Americans, who challenge him. It's misogynistic. I don't know if it's racial. He called labeling somebody a dog. But what does it say about the person who hires yeah, a person? He never like mentions that. that. Well, he said he only hires the best people. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to get the best. Yeah, yeah going to hire the best people. He insulted. Nobody knows why she was hired. Nobody knows. Right. Nobody really knows right. what she was doing. She's a grifter as well. Right. You know, they deserve one another. Whenever he feels under attack, he goes back. Yeah. You know, t- twice as hard, he says. Well, let's so, not misread dog. I mean, there are plenty of words you could use to disparage somebody because of their race. But dog is, you he, know, he hey, often, you dirty dog. I mean, it's. I'm not saying it's right, but it's not in itself a a, a, a racial pejorative. He, also, he often questions the intelligence of black people. Uh, he he called Don Lemon the dumbest man on television. He, he questioned the intelligence yeah. of LeBron James. He said Maxine Waters is low IQ. He called LeVar Ball the black father of some Lakers players, a poor man's version of Don King. And then today he calls Omarosa a crazed, crying lowlife and a dog. So, you know, it, it does seem to show a trend. I'm, I guess I'm I'm so hardened to it now. It's like, oh, so what else is new? Oh, he's called Michael Cohen names. I mean, he calls everybody calls names. names. Yeah, you know, right. once, they, once they turn on him or once mm-hmm. they, you know, he thinks that he's not getting the respect from somebody. Yeah. You know, then the president he, st- does then say he that- starts... Is the president of the United States? How the hell How do we get to, to this point? I don't know. He, he his what a, uh, what a joke! What an embarrassment this chucklehead is. His campaign is filing for arbitration against her, uh, saying she's in breach of that confidentiality agreement. Oh. Uh, now it's not in. You know, if you're if you worked for a TV show, I could understand it. But I'm there are other people who've worked in the White House. Now, if there's security, you have a non-disclosure. If there's some kind of clearance or some kind of real um, private high-level security or confidential info. That's one thing. But to write this book about what he did or what he said or what she observed at him doing, 
you know, I think this is sort of over the line. It, you well, can't hold federal employees, civil servants to uh, non-disclosure agreements because they're not working for a private uh, entity. They are working for the government and they're stewards of the taxpayers. Yes. They, these typically don't hold them in court because you can't order a federal worker to muzzle themselves to uh, to protect the reputation right. or insulate others from embarrassment. It's not part of the deal. 22 people nice dead. Nice try there, Donald. 22 people are dead in Italy near... One Gen- semester in law school, and I know Yeah, this. that's true. Come on. At least 22 were dead in Italy, in, in near Genoa, Italy, after a huge section of a bridge collapsed after a rain uh, up in the northern city of, of Genoa. Uh, it fell 300 feet during Ooh. a storm uh, onto buildings and railroad tracks below. It's part of some toll road that runs in and out of Genoa. Um, the transport minister called the collapse, of course, an enormous tragedy. They're still on the scene. Fears many more, when it's all said and done, will be killed or injured. Uh, yeah, they've now... I'm not a big I d- fan of crossing bridges, are you, you know? Yeah, Scott, Sunshine Skyway Bridge. That was bad. I want to get over that thing as quickly as possible, within reason, of course. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get over this thing. Let's get down you know, to a reasonable level. On terra firma. Yeah, I know. Officials now have identified the Utah firefighter who was killed yesterday while battling the largest wildfire in California history. They now have identified Battalion Chief Matthew Burchett, critically injured while battling the Mendocino Fire northeast uh, of, is it Ukiah? Uh, a little town in, in California. Who He later died in the hospital. Um, and there, so if it's from burning up there to flash floods in the northeast. Uh, that continues to really scare people uh, in Virginia, West Virginia, all the way up through uh, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey. It's turned roads into fast-moving streams and neighborhoods into swamps. Uh, so that's no good. Um, let's see. Um, on the sea here, folks. Let's move along on the sea That's here. right. Well, the water's moving it along. That's what we're going to do. No climate change on the sea here. If you're a fan of the Cleveland Browns, uh, the football team, you will have an opportunity to celebrate the team's first regular season victory with free beer. Bud Light is placing victory fridges filled with beer at 10 Cleveland area bars when the game right. officially ends. I that could work out. And the Browns have come off victorious. The electromagnet being used to keep the fridges locked will be turned off with Wi-Fi connection. And then, you know, I, I mean, the season obviously hasn't started. What is that? Right? If they win a game, you get free beer? Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Last year, the reason they're doing it is because <laughs> last year they ended the season 0-16. and 16. So this year they're saying anytime they win, the Brownies this year, you're going to get a free beer at 10 different spots throughout Cleveland. Uh, Jack, just so you know, that's more sports I was doing there. I can't believe it. A little it. more sports. I'm I don't impressed. know why they weren't connected. I was but... doing a little more sport. Well, because one was Florida. Now I'm into the, the whatever. CBS <laughs> Late Show host. You know, now I'm into the, what is it called? The celebrity type news. Entertainment. That's right. Uh, Stephen Colbert uh, headlines this next story. What's that? He says there was no resistance when he went after, in the monologue, uh, the sexual harassment allegations against Les Moonves. Right. Uh, You know, it's the same network. He wasn't sure it was going to go over very big, if at all. He talked about it last night when he was on Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live on Bravo. Uh, Now, Stephen said when the claims against Les Moonves came out last month, he knew he'd have to talk about it on the show because they talk about everything. So he worked on his monologue up until about half an hour and then showed it to the CBS executives about 30 minutes before they taped the program. There was not one pushback uh, at all from from CBS. Uh, Tributes are pouring in. Show it to Les? I don't think so. No, he's not. He's not around much these days. 
Uh, tributes. Still in charge, though, isn't he? Yeah, I don't Santa know. Leave I, of I can't him, remember. Yeah, I think they put him out. No, I don't think they put him out. Oh, they should have. Uh, tributes to the Queen of Soul continue to pour in. She is gravely ill. Aretha Franklin, it was confirmed yesterday that she is gravely ill. I, that sounds like she's really super sick and is in hospice care. Fans from around the world have taken to social media to pray for Aretha and to put up memories they have on, on all these different social sites. Last night at... Hold off, folks. Back off just a little bit. You know, there's always chance for a miracle. Yeah, well... Just saying. I guess. And that from a man who's not religious. Uh, the cause of death for Facts of Life actress Charlotte... religious. I'm just not a... I just do not believe in organized religion. You're not a churchgoer. I understand. Yeah, the, I'm not religious either. I understand. I think you're not religious. The cause of death for Facts of Life actress Charlotte Ray, last week, she was 92 when she passed. They have now told us the cause of death. Uh, her death certificate... Old age? TMZ. No, the death certificate <laughs> said she passed away after going into cardiac arrest... And she was suffering from salivary gland cancer. Well, she's ninety. She was ninety-two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. At what point do you say whatever you get? It's, sal- it's, it's a cancer. It's a stroke. Causes. It's a heart attack. It's natural. Yeah. Salivary gland cancer. But after, certainly after eighty-five or something or eighty-three, you know, you, oh, you yeah. die from something. Yeah, that's old age, isn't it? No. Some people die from oh, heart. Oh, so you're 100 and, you're 102 years old. And you have oh, no, heart she didn't attack. die of old age. She died of a heart attack. She died of a heart attack. <laughs> she I died mean, of old age. Technically, what she died of was a heart attack. You have to put something on there. You can't just say old age. Well, you can be a little bit kinder to the senior yeah, citizens, can't natural you? Causes. Yeah. Natural causes. Thank That's you. It's bad. natural causes. Old age is not nice. All right, natural. You know? Okay, I'll, I'll backtrack. With... Natural causes. She also had cancer. Charlotte Ray died of natural causes. And cardiac arrest. Okay. Okay. Natural causes brought on by cardiac arrest. Nope. It doesn't bring on cancer. She had what? Salivary ga- gland cancer. What brings that on? I don't know. Old age. Chewing tobacco. I don't know exactly. But that's, you know, when you're... Uh, yeah, maybe she was chawing on a plug. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Beatles fans and local officials are going to be rallying in New York City as John Lennon's killer faces a 10th possible chance for parole this month. The group is gathering at uh, Strawberry Fields, appropriately enough, nice. on a state parole board to deny the release of Mark David Chapman. The 63-year-old Chapman has spent 38 years in an upstate New York prison for fatally gunning down John Lennon in December of 1980. In front of his Manhattan apartment building, he's been denied parole every two years, nine different times, um, and it is you know it's, this this will be I think the 18th time he's doing it, the 10th time. I don't know. I, I want to make light of the situation certainly, but do you think if there's somebody else other than John Lennon that there might be a chance he'd win parole? Probably. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like not for nothing, buddy, but you you know you shot John Lennon to death. Yeah, you stay in jail, Mister. I mean, sorry. Brain. I mean, just you know. It is John Lennon. There's makes... somebody else we might, you know, we give you some consideration. Whether you'd get parole or not, no. I don't know. But no. John Lennon? Right. Nah, ain't yeah. going to happen. All right. Filming is... We're just a... saying, we're just telling you, just telling you straight. It's not happening. I didn't really care too much for this movie, but what's shocked and why... Shocking. Why, Must be a good one then. No, no, it, it was a good one. <laughs> no, it was okay. I mean, it was a kid movie. It's a Disney animated movie that I, I mean, I liked for the time, but what the only reason I have this in the news is the fact that it was put out 20 years ago, and now they're making a live-action remake of it. It's the what, 19... usual suspects. No, 1998 nice. Oscar-nominated film Mulan. Oh, I never saw. It. I never saw. Uh huh. I saw it. I mean, I saw it. It was a good cartoon. I really liked it. It was an animated movie. Well, you were just a, 
a toddler then, Pinkman. Uh, I mean, uh, 20 years ago? How dare you? Well, I was not five. a toddler. He okay, you're five. So did you kid. like it or not? He was in kindergarten. As a five-year-old, did you like it? Yes. I enjoyed it. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's about a Chinese warrior and folktale hero, and now they're making a live-action remake of this 1998 movie, and it was nominated for Oscars and all this kind of thing. It turned. I was just shocked that it happened 20 years ago. If Can for you no other, it? yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, what? How did that happen? Had 20 years ago. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, and I'm not sure you know the name Stephen Miller. Uh, he works yeah, in he the White House. Band. I know he is. Yeah. Every time I see him, he reminds me of a Nazi SS officer. Oi, the Jewish kid. Uh, but he self-loathing Jew. I think he is a self-hating Jew. Yeah. Well, and it turns out he is the uh, architect of the current um, immigration policy. His family now, including an uncle, uh, has taken to social media and is all over the news today, the cable news, produced a scorching piece in which he described the family's immigration history, basically saying that if this Stephen Miller had put in the immigration policy back then when his family came as dirt poor from Russia or the Ukraine or whatever, his family would have been dead. Have fun at the next Passover. They would would (laughs) never have gotten in. He says vulnerable vulnerable people are being hurt by the Stephen Miller policy. And he said, our our family emerged from poverty to become a prosperous, educated clan of merchants, scholars, professionals, and most importantly, American citizens. And now this Stephen Miller is trying to squash out immigration and people from coming here and becoming American citizens. Well, it looks like, uh, to and, me, it could be a, a bit actor and in Glorious Bastards dream. or Sophie's Choice or something like that. He just has that look about him. I think he'd really like to... He looks. He's one of those guys, I think, that would really like to wear a uniform like that. Yeah. You know, with the black boots and the whole whatever and the Sam know. Brown belt. Yeah. And, His liberal family... Let me just say it this way. His liberal family is mortified. He grew up in a liberal Jewish family... And and then he, you know, when he turned, when he read, oh my God, where is it? Mein Kampf. No, nice. <laughs> no, he read. Oh my God, what is it? Atlas, Atlas shrugged. shrugged. Stop it. That's what they all do. It's oh. all that. It's no. it's a speaker. It was uh, a different article. It was Ryan, it's one. always that Atlas shrugged, that Ayn Rand uh, BS that's so popular among uh, uh, college sophomores, Mm-mm. and they just, <laughs> and it's probably the last book they read. Mm-mm. Oh, damn it. It's not in this article. It was in the other one that I read about. Art of the Deal? Uh, no. <laughs> no. It wasn't Art of the Deal. But he Diary of Anne Frank? Stop it. He read a book. It turned his whole, you know, the way he operates all on its head. And now he is the architect of the the most anti-immigration policy in our it's history. not an Ayn Rand book? It was not. I'm good. I'll find it. I'll find it. But I thought, okay, I see where you're going now, bub. You know, like, Stop. Uh, anyway, even his own family now all over the place saying, Stephen, what, what happened to you? Uh, so anyway, that's that. little bubble Yeah, really? I mean, seriously. Oh, birthdays. You ready for birthdays today? More than. I have, oh, okay, I have five. I don't know why I wrote Ooh, down so many. Give us three. I will. I'm going to pick. Uh, this three, Mo. Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jeez, I know who he 28? is. You said 28? I said 28. You said 28? Yeah. Give me a window, Pinkman. Oh, man, 30. I don't know. 29? Pinkman, 31. Wow. Well, he yeah. looks young. Happy, happy birthday! That's because he moisturizes. It's got to be it, right? Pinkman, Halle Berry. Ooh. All right, listen. 
Uh, she's probably 47 now. Older. Jeez, I was thinking that too. Older. Well, she looks younger. Older. I think, I think she's, she's a beauty. older. How I'll old, give you the Jim? window. I'll go 49. Oh, I think she's older. 48. You said 49. I did. She's 52. Told no you she way, was older. Bro. Thank you. I'll take the point. Mm, knew it. Yeah. I'll take points for knowing it. All righty. Wild and crazy guy, Steve Martin. Oh. Jim, work off me. <laughs> 74. Oh, 72. 73. On the dot right On there. On the dot. Hey. You set him up for, yeah, no. for oh, yeah. success. Oh, yeah. I knew it, and you guys still gave me the window. It was, that feels so good. Yeah, felt, and, felt sorry for you. And yeah. that's the Lottie Dodd. <laughs> Just call me more. Bonus round of closest to the pin up next. We'll clear the lines. Mr. Pinkman will pick one of you at random to play against him in that bonus round. You win good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose bad luck for 24 hours. Next on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, we don't like you either, but it's a really easy way to keep up with all our contests. Facebook slash Real Radio Orlando. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, Cody's on the line. Cody will play against Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin. Cody knows if he wins, he will receive that You Matter business card that will guarantee him good fortune for the rest of his life. Cody also knows on the downside, if he loses to Pinkman, he will have to undergo 24 hours of bad luck. Mr. Pinkman, if you'll head to the soundproof booth. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, we'll get this underway. Cody, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you, man? Uh, Cody, doing very well. Thank you for asking 10 questions, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready? Yes, I am. All right, buddy, here we go. Here we go in three, two, one, begin. Cody, reports continue that iconic soul singer Aretha Franklin is gravely ill. How old is she? 68. One of Franklin's hit songs was titled Chain of Fools. It runs how many minutes and seconds? Four minutes, 38 seconds. Unchained Melody was a hit song by the Righteous Brothers and released in what year? 1977. The Coen Brothers film, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, was released in what year? 19, uh, 2001. That movie runs how many minutes? Uh, 156. Actress Holly Hunter was in that movie. How old is Hunter? 64. Hunter had a breakout when she played the character Ed in the movie Raising Arizona, released in what year? Oh, uh... 1984. The best-selling novel titled The Heart is a Lonely Hunter was first published in 1940 and runs how many pages? 407. Actor Alan Arkin starred in the movie version of that book. How old is Alan Arkin? 78. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Alan Arkin was a crow in Brooklyn, New York, his place of birth, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Albany, the state capital? Uh, 117. Time. All right. Mm-hmm. Mr. Pinkman in. Here we go. Oh, there he goes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Here he there comes. Here right, How man. exciting. It is exciting. Pinky's back. Gonna roll the dice. It won't matter. 
All right, Mr. Pingman, if you roll the dice, your handicap is 18. Whatever you roll, we'll talk, take off 18. That will be your handicap for the afternoon. Roll those dice, please. There we go. Oh, how exciting. A seven. There we go. Very there good. 11 go. seconds. 10 questions, including the crow question. Is set? Okay. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky reports uh, continue that iconic soul singer Aretha Franklin is gravely ill. How old is she? 73. One of Franklin's hit songs was titled Chain of Fools. It runs how many minutes and seconds? Three minutes, 12 seconds. Unchained Melody was a hit song by the Righteous Brothers and released in what year? 1961. The Coen Brothers film, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, was released in what year? 2003. That movie runs how many minutes? 136. Actress Holly Hunter was in that movie. How old is Hunter? 61. Hunter had a breakout when she played the character Ed in the movie Raising Arizona, released in what year? 1991. The best-selling novel titled The Heart is a Lonely Hunter was first published in 1940. Runs how many pages? 236. Actor Alan Arkin starred in the movie version of that book. How old is Alan Arkin? Uh, 81. Get it within 25. You went outright. If Alan Arkin was a crow in Brooklyn, New York, his place of birth, you would have to fly how many miles to reach Albany, the state capital? Uh, let's go with 112. Time. Mm-hmm. Let's score the game. Oh, how old is Aretha Franklin, Cody said? 68. Pinkman? 73. She's 76. Pinkman gets yeah. up. She's in hospice, or so the report That's say. correct. Said. Chain of Fools, how long does that an Aretha Franklin hit song? It runs how many minutes and seconds, Cody said? 438. And Pinkman? 312. 245. Uh, that's Pinkman. Oh, yeah. Unchained Melody, a hit song, big song by the Righteous Brothers, released in what year, Cody said? 77. Pinkman. 61. Off by a few, 65. Oh, that's Pinky. The Coen Brothers film, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, was released in what year, Cody said? 2001. And Pinkman. 03. 2000. Oh, Cody's on the Dang board. It. That movie runs how many minutes? I have to double check on this, uh, but we have to go with the answer I put down. Cody said? 156. And Pinkman. 136. 107. Oh, that's Pinkman. Need double Pinkman. check on that right. IMDb or whatever. All right, fine. Actress Holly Hunter was in that movie. How old is Hunter? Cody said. 64. Pinkman. 61. She's 60. Ooh, Pinky. It's actually 108. Can you believe that? Oh, so you were right. 107, 108. Hunter <laughs> had a breakout when she played the character Ed in the movie Raising Arizona, released in what year? Cody said. 84. And Pinkman. 91. 87. Oh, that goes to Cody. The best-selling novel title, The Heart is a Lonely Hunter, was first published in 1940. Runs how many pages? Cody said. 407. Pinkman. 236. Two, uh, 356. Uh, Cody. That's Cody, yeah. Uh-huh. Alan, actor Alan Arkin starred in the movie version of that book. How old is Alan Arkin? Cody said. 78. Pinkman. 81. 84. That's a pinky. Oh, What's yeah. the score? It, it is, uh, Cody has three. <laughs> And Pinkman has six. That's, That's a pinky. pinky. That's, That's a pinky. Only, it's oh, the only way, that Cody, that the only way you can yeah. win is to get this within 25. Right. If Alan Arkin was a crow in Brooklyn, New York, his place of birth, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Albany, the state capital? Cody said. 117. Pinkman said. 112. Ooh, they're close. Yeah, now, in fact, Alan Arkin, he'd have to flap his wings in Brooklyn. In order to reach Albany, he would have to fly 154 miles. Uh, Cody I'm gets sorry, it, Cody. but not enough. He yes. wins the game. I'm sorry, Cody. Cody, Cody, Cody. Uh-oh. Bad luck for when? you starts right now. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin. Nice job, pin. Pinky. Thank you. Is my record 61 to 50 now? It is. That you feels good, bro. Correct, sir. Feels good, bro. Been doing well lately. 
I like to think so. Did you look up uh, marshmallow test? I did. What is it? The Stanford Marshmallow Experience took place in the late 60s and early 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would offer a child one small reward immediately. Oh, that's the thing, yeah. mm-hmm. Or wait 15 minutes and you can have two rewards <clears throat> instead. So yeah, it's were... about uh, self-control, no control, mm-hmm. self-control, that type of thing. And the only reason I brought this up is there's a... Um, story about a, um, a a writer for the New Yorker who is writing a book on uh, on poker and she doesn't didn't know anything about poker whatsoever mm-hmm. um, but she is what is called an experimental psychologist and also a, a science writer for the New Yorker so she wanted to combine her expertise in the uh, world of psychology to the game of poker. She was looking for different games that involved chance and skill. And she decided on becoming a professional poker player for a year. So she took guidance from, I don't know his name, a big big name, big star in the poker playing world. And also used her... Phil Ivey. Also used her uh, her yes, experience sir. and her knowledge in experimental psychology. Ooh. And um, she says, uh, let me see where it says here, she wanted to see if people with high levels of self-control made better decisions in risky conditions, like the stock market. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually people with high self-control do so much better at everything than people with low self-control. Okay. But it ends up... But it ends up that in unpredictable environments like the stock market, mm-hmm. successful, high self-control people, when in an environment where control is taken away from them, they take longer to figure things out. That's true. They're too confident and won't take negative feedback from the environment. Whereas people, according to her, with lower self-control and who aren't as successful, they're like, well, bad thing is happening. I guess I should actually figure this out. So be that as it may, she's writing a book. She got involved in uh, poker playing with no experience. Mm-hmm. She couldn't even tell you how many uh, how many cards were in a, in a deck of cards. Stop it. Yeah. She had no idea about poker whatsoever. So she started playing poker. In less than a year, she's made $200,000. Ooh, Nelly. Playing what poker. And for various reasons. <laughs> yeah, whatever. For various reasons. What does she attribute it to? One is that uh, people think that women are not good poker players, that women can't bluff. Mm. Uh, She says, uh, they said, there are people who'd rather die than be bluffed by a woman. They'll never (laughs) fold to me because that's an affront to their masculinity. Damn right. She says, I never bluff them. I know that no matter how strong my hand, they're still going to call me because they just can't fold to a girl. She's made $200,000. Wow. At the poker table. At, yes, at the poker table. Uh, let's see. Uh, she says, uh, there are people who think that uh, women shouldn't be at a poker table, and they try to bully me. So what do I do? Mm-hmm. I let them. And I wait to be in a good position so that I can take their chips. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. Yep. Good $200,000. Mm-hmm. So they asked her whether she's going to continue and she being said... a poker player. She says for the next year. Oh. But she's not going to stop being a writer either because she enjoys both now. Cool. So that's where she was a student of the theory of, you know, the marshmallow experiment or whatever. Some people, the cookie experiment, you know, the kid, you know, they're going to take both cookies. See, I'd take both cookies. I'm, right away. You yeah, wouldn't wait? But, yeah, yeah. I have no. very little self-control. No, I would wait. Take, 
you take one cookie, you you get both cookies if you wait, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Bro. You don't get two right off the bat. You get one. It's a smaller yeah, reward you, if you, you act exactly. now. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can have one cookie now, or if you wait ten minutes, you get two. Right. What I'm saying is, I uh, have very little self control. You would take the one cookie. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. wait for the yeah. second one. Okay. Exactly. All right. So. Which means you might do better in the stock market. You make decisions and you go for it. Day yeah, if control yeah. is taken away. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, stock market analysts they 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 have control because they have analytics to work with. Mm-hmm. They have information to work with. But if you take that away from a from a stock market analyst, mm-hmm. then they have no self control. They have no control over the situation, and that's where they go. Well, I don't know what to do. Well, nah, what do I do? Uh, give me a cookie. It's the Phillips File on Real <laughs> Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. Ask not what your country can do for you. And the agony of defeat. God bless you, Dr. Peepers. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Fritz on the street later in the program. Time right now for Jack's audio file. Here we go. It's a little gift for Moira. It's uh, Omarosa saying horrible things about the president of the United States. Uh. Come on, Mo. You know you love it. All right, fine. But how do you reconcile the fact with uh, a lack of credibility uh, with her saying things that you agree with? Oh, no. I think she's a bum. But... Yeah. Okay. But I hear the audio, and it sort of lends a little bit of credibility to her story. Well, here she is in uh, one of the many, many interviews she's been doing now. He kind of unravels from day one in the White House, and how I saw very early on that he wasn't really fit to hold the office of the presidency. Well, thanks for letting the nation know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cal- well, it, didn't, it didn't serve exactly. her bank account to reveal Thank this you, information right. they on deser- day one. They deserve one another. Mm-hmm. Mo, do you mm-hmm. agree with that Omarosa statement? She's a grifter. That he was deteriorating from the time he got there? Yes. Mm, it seems like it. Okay, let's try another one. He doesn't know how to control himself. He has no impulse control. And he doesn't have the tact for the presidency. It's actually really sad to watch him become unhinged, no pun intended. Well, you did a great job letting the nation know that. We really appreciate your uh, contributions to the welfare of uh, of the USA. Thank you very much. Right. Thanks for putting your country over He's your different than account. the person I met back in 2003. He has some serious mental impairment. And, and where'd she get her degree in uh, psychology or, uh, you know, what medical school did she go to? For her, uh, for her medical license? I don't know if she did. Got to be very, Sorry. very careful in questioning somebody's mental stability. Unless you're qualified to do so. Omarosa? Yeah. She Omarosa. watched him get yeah. progressively more doddering. I mean, I don't know if that's really a diagnosis of being, you know, doddering. You're, right? you're, you're, you're essentially calling into question one's mental stability. Oh. Mo, do you agree with Omarosa? In what way? Do you believe everything she said was factual? In these... No, of course not. No, she's an opportunist, and I think that she put her checking account over her country. And I well, think no, that's I understand disgusting. that. However, yes, she's an opportunist. Yes, she's only revealing this now because it benefits her. Right, of course. But it's still the question of whether what she is saying is true or not. I don't have any insight on whether it's true or not. Even if it's true, okay. so what? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, even after everything that uh, that we believe about Donald, what difference does it make? I've heard from it doesn't make any yeah. difference. It doesn't make any difference to me about how I feel about him and his administration. Not going to get him out of there any faster. No, I mean it's not. Well, you know, so what? Mm. There's nothing that she can say or has said, has said so far, whether true or not, that is so outrageous. Where I got, we can't take it anymore. Oh, let's keep going and see if we get there. Sure, fine. He would say one thing in the morning, and as a part of the comm team, we would go and try to formulate a plan, a communications plan to implement. By that afternoon, he will have tweeted something without telling us, completely contradictory of what he said in the morning. Well, that's well, nothing new. And no, what, that's what was what she we hired imagined. for? <laughs> that's exactly what we imagined was Nobody happening. Nobody even knows right? what she did in the White House. She's no. part of the communications team. Yeah. I don't know what she did. She doesn't even know what she did. Why was she asked? Mm. Well, no. I mean, she'll say communication. She's in charge but, uh, of outreach by the, so wa- the by the White House, the Trump administration, to the African American community. She is essentially the director of that operation, whatever the hell that means. She didn't do squat for the black. What'd she get paid? One hundred eighty-five thousand or one hundred eighty thousand or something a year. Yeah, <whistles> nice so, gig. A year and a half. So yeah, how long has she been there? About a year and a half, yeah. and three quarters. Yeah. He was being prepped by Hope Hicks and the comms team to say that the DOGA had come up with this memo so that um, they could justify the firing of Comey. Whatever. So she was on the Today Show with Savannah Guthrie, and uh, and Savannah was kind of, you know, trying Thrilling to pin her, her down yeah. on, mm-hmm. on certain questions, and, uh, and, and it was kind of interesting how... Omarosa responded to that. Do you think the president lies often? Oh, absolutely. In fact, there was a report. How long have you known that? There was a report that said that he lied almost 4,000 lies in the last year. Have you known that he is a liar, as you say? Well, absolutely. Why don't you work for him? Savannah, slow down. I'm going to ask your question. Don't worry. I'm here. I've got all the time. Yeah, no, but I'm. So you don't have to ask 10 questions in one second. It's okay. (laughs) Settle down. (laughs) But but I didn't answer. Well, it's a legitimate question. (laughs) Why'd you work for him if you knew? Yeah, why didn't you say something? I mean, do you have you have more allegiance to Donald Trump or to the Constitution? You have more allegiance to Donald Trump or to the people of the United States? That's a legitimate question. Right. Uh, I I think she had more allegiance. You know, to her to her checkbook and to Donald Trump until finally, you know, mm-hmm. she said, oh, I got no alternative because because she got fired. And I think he knew. He said he didn't know, but he I didn't. think he did. Well, that tape where he t- pleaded ignorance. I, on I that. just think yeah. he did. I think because of the relationship that she had with him you know, back with The Apprentice that Kelly said, look. Maybe Kelly was the one who made the decision and said, you know, I, I got to get rid of her. She, you know, she's not doing anything. She's taking up uh, space. And she's backstabbing everybody. And by the way, I, I think she's, you know, getting ready to write a book. Who knows? Jim, they, knew. they held her prisoner in the Situation Room. Yeah, okay. She said they locked her in. Locked her in, Jim. Locked her in. But how did she get that recording of the firing? How did you tape him? The Situation Room is one of the most secure places in the White House. You're supposed to leave your phone. It's the honor system. You're supposed to leave your devices at the door. Did I'll you just, carry a phone, a recording device? How did you do I'll it? I'll just leave that to your imagination. I will say this. Well, that why it's unacceptable. Coy? I'm not being coy. Okay, so I'm how being did you very, do it? very clear here. It's what not acceptable of- for four men to take a woman into a room, lock the door, and tell her wait, and tell her that she cannot leave. It also is unacceptable to not allow her to have her lawyer or her counsel. And the moment I said I would like to leave and they said I can't go, it became false imprisonment. Oh, oh there please. You go. 
I have a feeling this little uh, battle is not done yet between the White House and Omar. No, I wouldn't be surprised if if she has tapes and this and that. They're both, you know. It's birds of a feather, right? I mean, he notoriously taped his business dealings. She now is surreptitiously taping her firing. and These are two birds of a feather. I agree. Well, while Omarosa was uh, busy finding uh, television cameras to uh, be yeah. able to promote her new book. Oh, everybody had her own. Yeah. Uh, the president was out. Uh, he was in New York at Fort Drum announcing the new uh, uh, defense spending authorization bill that is actually named after Arizona Senator John McCain. We got $700 billion dollars. And next year, already approved, we have $716 billion. But interestingly, Trump, Mm -hmm. who's been at odds with McCain in recent times, didn't mention the Arizona senator by name during the remarks to the troops. So he, he went the whole time without mentioning the actual name of the bill, which is the John S. McCain National Defense Authorization Act. We will replace aging tanks, aging planes and ships with the most advanced and lethal technology ever developed. So there you go. Do you think he just didn't know or he did it to give him a a shot? Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. (laughs) I mean, either he's too stupid to know or he did it to be mean. Which do you think it is? No. Is he stupid or mean? I think he specifically did not name John McCain Due to he he was being at odds with John McCain. I agree. So he did it to be mean, to get a shot in. Yes, that's his way I of so. getting a shot. Yeah, yeah. Except it backfires on him because then everybody notices. Yeah, he didn't. Right. But you know, yeah. his thirty-one percent of something you know, they don't care. They you have a, a, a war hero dying of cancer, and the bill is named after him but to John honor McCain, him, right. and he yeah. refuses to extend that honor. Yeah, here's a guy that can't raise his arms above his shoulders because he was beat. I'm putting a by tiger the North cage Vietnamese, who yeah. uh, you know, who could have, uh, who could have been uh, permitted to go, but said uh, he would not until all of his fellow prisoners of war were released. And this uh, orange-head chucklehead makes fun of him or ignores mm-hmm. just mentioning his name because what? Because he's got some he kind of gr- because he got some kind of gripe. Mm-hmm. It's that's embarrassing. Five-time draft dodgers, mm-hmm. seriously, right? Shameful, actually. Well, Jim, there's oh, actually... my feet, you know, I get someone on my feet. Uh, which I foot was yeah, it? I, I don't can't remember. remember which foot, but yeah. I had, I don't know, I had a bump on my foot or something. I had a hammer toe. Some uh, good news in the spending <laughs> bill for those who do serve because they are getting a raise. We are proudly giving our troops the biggest pay increase in a decade. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's... How are you paying for that? Well, it's part of a $717 billion bill. Who knows how what what that does to the economy? Not the economy, the, deficit, the budget. Yeah, the deficit. Yeah, to the debt. That's yeah. right. However, the White House is outlining uh, sections of the newly signed defense authorization bill. It does not like uh, like uh, requiring Congress to be notified before the president directs certain military actions, and uh, so there are some parts of it that they are not on board with. However, uh, it is now signed. The John, John McCain, S. McCain right. National Defense Authorization Act. All right, moving on. Let's leave that nonsense behind us, shall we? And move on to something more fun like uh, this. Here we go. 
What's that? That's the sound of those engines, those two engines on that uh, plane that the guy took for a joyride in the Pacific Northwest. You can actually hear the engines just coming to a grinding halt, and then he... Uh, and he just uh, nose dives into an island. Now, Jim, can I play that again? I will I just play want it again. To be sure. However, uh, no. mm-hmm. however, okay, I'll play it again. Here we go. Oh, I know what that hey, is. Hey, hey, no, 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 Jim, no. I would like to take points away for not paying attention to the clues because I said here's something more fun. And if you, after knowing me for this long, think That's that fun, that suicide would be something I would consider fun, nobody knows it was suicide. I know we do. I think when you it steal a plane a, and take and nose dive it into the ground, <laughs> he might have just run. He was running out of gas. Uh, he was a he was well, not a uh, he's not a qualified pilot. Right. Or and a, all of a sudden he got into trouble that he couldn't correct. And you know, fine. boom. Eight. I'll refrain. I will say tragedy. Okay, right. thank I do you. not find I that tragedy fun, Mo. To me, it sounds like the cars in the Jetsons. Circle gets a square. Mo is right. That is the Jetsons because baby Uber Air is coming. No. Uber is one yeah. step closer to getting its fleet of flying cars off the ground. Last year, Uber unveiled the uh, future plans for flying taxis. Now the uh, cool. company's aviation yeah, program, Uber Air. you be the first. They're teaming up with the University of Texas and the U.S. Army Research Laboratory yeah. to make it a reality. They'll design a new rotor and uh, technology that's needed to help the vehicles take flight with cruising altitudes of one to 2,000 feet, cool. speeds up to 200 miles per hour. So the if co- I wanted to go like from here to Disney, I would call one of this Uber Air on yeah. my phone. Yeah. Oh, you'd be there in minutes. And then, yeah, where over. would it land? Yeah. On and, top of the Dolphin or Swan Hotel, maybe. No, where would it land to pick you up? <laughs> oh, here? They're just gigantic. They're just big drones. That's all they are. They right. don't, yeah. I don't think they're even internal combustion engines. They're electronic. That's have you seen disgusting. them? No, I have not. They're I, pretty cool. Uh, the collaboration like a big drone. The collaboration is expected to take about eighteen months. Uber says testing will follow shortly afterwards in Dallas and Los Angeles. Riders could potentially use a service by twenty twenty three. How many of those can you have in the sky at once? That's cool. a good question. However, um, I don't know. by the way they communicate with each other, they ought to be able to avoid each other, wouldn't you think? Yeah, just like planes do. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Oh, uh, yeah, but no, that's... See, it's... What? The the humans in the planes that are the problem. If you had them all on the same Automatic. network, yeah. then they'd be talking to each other. However, then your network is susceptible to hackers, and then again, humans have to ruin everything for all of us. Exactly, just like those cars they were testing, the driverless yeah. cars. Those were accident-free. Until they mm, hacked those. Until they weren't. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, the project still faces regulatory issues yeah, what do you and think? other logistical obstacles as it progresses. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> See what he said. Well, it has to be exhorting. You would think initially the price for taking a taxi, air taxi, Uber taxi would yeah. be exorbitant. Yeah. But if you wanted to but get from you- here to, you know, just a short, oh. you need to get to Fort Pierce. If you wanted to go Daytona, to the Daytona Speedway, yeah. right, and you said, I hate the traffic, the traffic, eh, eh, yeah, eh. I can say they'd that. pick you up here, you'd go to the Speedway, the Speedway would pick you up, and boom, you get back to your place, no traffic over yeah. everybody So, else. yeah, maybe what Uber is to taxis, Uber Air would be to helicopters. You know, it, it just... Everybody it, has access it's now. It's a more affordable way for air travel, short nice. air travel. Why couldn't you have your own? I guess you could. Instead of a plane. I don't know. I guess I could. I mean, be if next. they're 
I think they're relatively easy to fly. Mm. I mean, who's qualified who's to fly one of these things? Yeah, it's yeah. probably just a bunch of. A I mean, I've read enough about some of these Uber yeah. drivers. I don't want one of those characters flying me around. Right? Is it a millennial? Who? I don't know. Yeah, What's I don't know wrong either. With us? I'm not sure. Uh, they're thinking, they're <laughs> actually thinking What's about lowering lowering well, the age for interstate uh, truck drivers to 18. That's good. What, yeah, uh, what? I, an 18 year old driving 30,000 nope. pounds of uh, machinery. That's no. just what yes. I want to see on the road. They're spry and more awake. And they're, God, more, they're more accident-prone. No. God dang it, we're capable. <laughs> of some things, that's true. Not this. How rude. You don't know. Kind of do. You don't know what I'm capable of. Oh, oh we know what you're yeah, incapable of. Yeah, we sort of do. That's just what I let you know that I'm incapable of. <laughs> what? What? You heard what? me. That was very confusing. Uber driver. I love <laughs> Uber drone, Uber air. Text, not just Uber. Texas says people can't drive left and right. Now they want to add up and oh, down. Yeah, oh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Nice. Fair. All right, let's finish it up. Let's bring it back to where we started. Hello, Omarosa. Guess what? The late night trio. This uh, news of uh, Omarosa recording her firing (laughs) by General Kelly. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it made the uh, late night talk shows. So let's go. Jimmy Fallon. Let's add a little Stephen Colbert. And for international flavor, let's add James Corden. Jim, you get to decide who said it best. All right. And I meet the press yesterday. Amorosa played a recording of Trump's chief of staff, John Kelly, firing her in the White House Situation Room. Listen to this. We've got to talk to you about uh, leaving the White House. Can I a, you ask you a couple of questions? Uh, Does the president, is the president aware of this? Uh, don't, let's not go down the road. This is a non-negotiable discussion. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Turns out anytime someone asks, is the president aware of what's going on, Kelly says, let's not go down that road. <laughs> we hope uh, don't develop into something that... Uh, that will make it ugly for you, and then you can go on without any type of uh, difficulty in the future relative to your reputation. General Kelly, you work for Donald Trump. I wouldn't worry about other people's reputations. (laughs) (laughs) On the tape, Kelly says Omarosa was being fired due to significant integrity issues. And nothing says I don't have integrity issues like recording your boss in the top secret situation room. James Corden picking up a point. James Corden gets that point, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Congratulations, James Corden. You are a winner of a point today. Jimmy Fallon's still way ahead. Mm -hmm. He has nine. Kimmel and Myers have seven. And now James Corden is in third alone at six. And let me just say, that's your audio file for today. Thank you. Oh, no. Hey, that's the way it sounded to me. I don't think so. Well, not right all the time, just usually. one We'll talk about whether uh, Mr. Pinkman is a Vulcanist or an impact theorist no. when we get back on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A family evacuating their home during the car fire was certain their fish had died during their absence but they came home to find it alive and fed thanks to some nice firefighters. It only makes sense that they love water and water creatures since they clearly hate fire. Next, a nun was caught smuggling drugs in her high heels. You may be thinking it's weird for a nun to wear high heels but would these not put her closer to God? Finally, a woman was unhappy that her hands looked masculine in her wedding photos so she spent $2,000 getting fillers injected into her hands. It's like they always say, a needle in the hand is worth two in the bush or something. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Eye Institute. 
go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Who else is going to help you stop the madness? Call now, toll free, 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. You better stop, yeah, Much longer My heart's getting weak It's not getting any stronger You keep me so upset My head's in a whirl But if you wanna be my girl You'd better stop Phillips file for a uh, Tuesday Fritz on the street comes our way in a little bit over an hour uh, from now. What's the latest on the combo contest? The file against the Uh-oh. monsters. Yeah. We had uh, some good choices. Yeah, we did. And the monsters made their choices today, which I will uh, get for you yeah. in a second. I do want to remind you that the whole deal uh, is going to be a contest where our listeners can vote in a bracket contest for the greatest combos of all time. And they register to win uh, the new cheeseburger tacos, an annual supply of cheeseburger tacos Yum. from Tijuana Flats, because they are available now for a limited time, live outrageously. And here's the deal. You have the cheeseburger, you have the tacos. That's a great combo. So our bracket is about great combos. And now we had our picks um, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I had peanut butter and jelly. I had Abbott and Costello. Jim, do you remember yours? Bacon and eggs and Simon and Garfunkel. And Mo? I had macaroni and cheese and Donnie and Marie. Yeah. And uh-huh. Pinky? Law and Order and Hall and Oats. Oh, yeah. So Angel came through with chips and queso. What's up, no Lucas? way. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good, good one. one. Yeah, that's, that's good, good, but that's not better than nope. salt and pepper. Maybe it's well, next one. Well, Jim, you, know what? you didn't take salt and pepper. I know. Bacon and <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Okay, so what's the other one? Spaghetti and meatballs. No. His other one is Run DMC. Oh, that's not really combo, is yeah. it? He's just phoning it in. Come on, Angel. All right, Angel. Uh, Carlos okay, said one I was thinking about yesterday called Jack and Coke. Uh-huh. Okay. And then no. Dinger and Finger. What the hell does that mean? I have no idea what that means. Okay. Oh, you know. No, I don't. I, I don't know. What does it mean? I'm scared to Google it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't Turn do on that. safe search. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dirty Jim had Cheech and Chong. That's Not bad. And Penn and Teller. Not bad. Right. And Russ had Batman and Robin. That's excellent. Nice. And TNA. Oh, that's also good. That's pretty good. That's pretty yeah, good. Those okay. Are good. I think it's a challenge, that but I think the file point. is up to the yeah, I think the bad. file is up to the challenge. Duh. <laughs> here's uh here's uh George. Hello, George. Oh, <clears throat> okay, here's the thing I've been watching on YouTube. Yeah, on YouTube, yeah. What is that? exposing about Celine Dion, and I learned something from it, man. See, this is the problem with Celine Dion. 
and I and I learned this from from somebody else. All right. you know, right. What's the what's the I, what's the problem with I, Celine Dion? Okay, here we this go. This is the thing. A lot of people they don't understand. Yeah. Even if, if I'll choose Celine Dion, even if Celine Dion, you know, is famous and she's a great singer and she's doing very good, a a great lifestyle, you know, mansions and private jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In reality, and I tell this, in reality, she's not that smart. If you, if you, so no, she's, and I will tell you why. Okay, well, I'm, tell you why well, tell me Dion why Celine, not, Di- Celine Dion is not very smart. It's not that smart. Okay. Let me tell you why. Because okay. if you decide to sit down with her and have a debate about politics, about uh, religion, cults, history, she will be so lost. She will lost. She will lose the, the conversation. How do you know? And you can because if you see a video on, on Helen DeGeneres. There she appears in a video of Helen DeGeneres. Yeah. It's not Helen, Helen. it's she Ellen. Has, no, this is a different show. Oh, must be different. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, she, she sits down with DeGeneres, and so what happened? She wasn't, she wasn't uh, Helen DeGeneres. So Helen asked him in the beginning, yeah. in, the, in the intro of the show, hey, so Celine, what, how do you think about a, a woman as a president? She could not answer. Well, she's not so interested Helen, in that. Oh, she couldn't answer. Uh, yeah, no, no, actually, no, no, actually, she didn't say she's not interested. She said Celine... Celine Dion in her own, her own words. Yeah, what she said. You know, Helen, you know, Helen uh, I'm not into the, the politics. You know, I don't know. They're I pl- don't know about that. All right, there are plenty of people. That doesn't make them stupid. So, they're just so, not you know, into it. There are plenty of things not, I could talk. Look, you butthead. There are plenty of things I could talk to you about you don't know anything about. All right? Not, so, but I wouldn't call you stupid. Well, you are kind of stupid. Is, music is all she knows. Recording and concerts, that's all she knows. Yeah, if all she knows all the debate, way to the bank. If you if you want to have a debate with her about the Bible... I don't want to have a debate with Celine Dion about the Bible or politics. Why would you want to debate about, her on that? About, about, about religion, about architecture, so about what? the music industry. What difference, does it ma- what difference does it make? So anybody who's not willing to debate those Your particular topics. issues yeah. that you're interested mm-hmm. in, they're stupid. Is that what you're saying? I believe... I, well, I'm just, I'm saying that. Yeah, you don't know what you're saying. You're out of your mind. You know, somebody can tighten up the straps <laughs> on that straight jacket. one 978 1041 God scene. Thank you very much. So, uh, Mr. Pinkman, do you know the difference yet. between a Vulcanist and an impact theorist? Um, I'm sure he was busy looking them up, but he's... I, well, you've had come back. more than almost two hours now. I looked up Vulcanist. I'll help you on that one. I a think. Vulcanist. <laughs> I did look it up because I wasn't sure what the other thing was uh, at all. So I could only remember a Vulcanist are people who believe in the hierarchies of civilizations based on skin color. Well, maybe I'm mispronouncing it. Uh-oh. What, what do you mean? Is that something different? Vulcanist. Not Vulcanist, but Vulcanist. V-O-L, like a volcano? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, is like that yeah, experts yeah, in volcanoes. When, okay. Oh, when you can split your fingers in For many, half, many, like. many, many years now, uh, it's been, uh, it's been um, seen as scientific now fact that the uh, dinosaurs that roamed the Earth for 135 to 150 million years died after a giant meteor Hit the uh, hit the Earth, essentially the Gulf of Mexico, yeah, uh, Yucatan Peninsula, that area, and died essentially almost immediately okay. through a gigantic tsunami, and you know the 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 impact was a hundred million times the hydrogen bomb, whatever. 
But now there's an increase. There's an increasing theory that that's not true. Hmm. That there wasn't a big meteor that smashed into us. That the death of the dinosaurs Uh took many, many millions of years, and essentially not because of the meteor impacting the Earth, but because of a gigantic line of volcanoes in western India that spewed uh, heat-trapping gases, carbon dioxide and methane and others, Mm -hmm. for 500,000 years, and it was a slow Uh, process of killing. What's the matter? You all right there? God Uh-oh. bless you. Thank you. So it was a slow process of the planet dying off. And these, I don't know what you call them, in the scientific community, yeah. they're the biggest, they're the biggest junior high school kids. They call I mean, they call each other names because they're just diametrically oh, opposed in their theory. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the one woman who's the Vulcanist. She began to present her paper on how she believes these volcanoes in Western. And they they were yelling from the audience, "Bitch, Uh-oh. liar, lion, Jeez. bitch!" Yeah, they're all you. And she, thought, you would think that this scientific community, full of these PhDs at the highest level of uh, scientific thought and theory, and they they act like junior high school kids. They backstab one another. They try to prevent other uh, scientists from uh-huh. attaining a higher position at research universities. They do this and that. They get on the phone and call them. You know, they'll send them emails and, and say, you know, you you stupid this and that. Something that you'd read from your really? 14-year-old in uh, middle school. Yeah. Or something you'd expect to see in the White House. Oh. So anyway, that's, uh, that's the uh, difference between Vulcanists. The theory of uh, the, the end one? of the dinosaurs, impact theorist. Oh, impact because of the, yeah. Oh, Correct. Okay, I see. Learn something new every day. On Interesting. Phillips yes. File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From. See you no more. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. one night, that's yeah. it. Let me call you a cab. one 1041 Big, big, bigger news now. Jerry Jones. There's now video of Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, not taking his cap off during a rendition of the national anthem. Oh, is he Even after his son 
is standing next to him. Says, and Dad, take the, take the hat off. He still doesn't take his hey, cap he off. He blew him off. So you know who Dale Hansen is? Dale Hansen is a sportscaster in Dallas. He's been there for decades. He uh, does a lot of social commentary. One of the first uh, people in, in sportscasting to come to the defense of NFL players uh, taking a knee. And uh, so now there's this video circulating all over the place now. Yeah, Sports Yahoo Illustrated. Sports has it, si.com. There's Jerry, Jerry yeah. standing there as the national anthem is being played. I get the, what is it, a practice session or something? It is Saturday at the practice Somebody session. Somebody with a big long bugle or whatever, some horn, but it's still the national anthem. It is. You stand, you put your hand over your heart, and you remove your you remove your your headpiece, your hat, cap, whatever you have. Normally, and there's but, Jerry. Yeah. Old goat. I put your hand over your heart instead of the, he's got he's that limp wrist like thing this, like he's like got this. the arthritis. Yeah. Maybe he does have the arthritis. Well, maybe he does. Mm. But That's this, no excuse. The Dallas sports anchor calls him out, and at the very end of his commentary, he shows the video of the trumpeter first with the Star Spangled Band, and then he cuts over to the two uh, Jones guys, the father and son, and... and it's funny because you can read the lips of the sun, and he says, "Take your hat off," and he do- he just blo- totally blows him off. Oh, my kid Jerry. isn't going to tell me what to do. Oh, yeah. Jeb, Jerry Jones, I'll uh, do whatever I damn well please. I don't know any better. Mm-hmm. By the way, son, do you see any of those on the field taking a knee? Oh God, he refuses to remove his hat. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe he's got bad hair. He might have had hair, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, good hair, bad hair, no hair. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do, you know what right. I'm saying? I know what you mean, bro. Yeah. A lot of talk about, well, I mentioned at the beginning of the program, Orangewood Presbyterian Church. Oh. Uh, I guess their uh, pastor finally uh, tendered his uh, resignation after an investigation into allegations that he acted inappropriately a number of years ago with a, uh, with a uh, young woman, a girl who was attending the church. Yeah, and this guy was not the main pastor, but he was the youth pastor. Mm-hmm. It's kind of worse, isn't it? Yeah, be I very careful worse. with these youth pastors. What? Yeah, I don't know if that's what? legit. I mean, but uh, I would if I was a parent said, the, "Who's why, the youth why, pastor? Why do you want to be a youth pastor? What's the deal with the youth pastor?" Uh huh. You, know, you just want to be closer to the youth, so to speak. Youths, yeah. Keep uh-huh. an eye on you. Uh-huh. Oh, on you, youths. Youths. And keep an eye on you. Uh-huh. A lot of churches have youth pastors. Yeah, and uh, because they have youth pastors, this is why uh, you know certain uh, questionable characters, if they're not molesters or pedophiles, gravitate to. That's. A, I mean, it's it's a it's a great if you're a pedophile. If you have an inclination towards molesting children, mm-hmm. what better opportunity to be close to children that, than through a religious organization? Yeah. Because along with that goes with God. Uh-huh. Say, look, uh, look, uh, you know, uh, little girl, don't say anything. You can't say anything to your parents because if you do, God will frown on you and you might not get to heaven. They do it all the time. They manipulate, they manipulate children. I don't care whether they're Protestant or Roman Catholic, and they do that, you know, after they diddle, uh, you know, some young oh, kid. Goodness. And they say, look, you can't say anything to your parents about this. God wouldn't want you to say anything, because if, t- if you say something, God will hate you. They use this all the time. All the time. And this is why certain individuals, certainly not all, but too many of them, gravitate to organizations like this, I believe, uh, because they can get closer to kids and manipulate kids and abuse kids.
grand jury in Pennsylvania today. This was a big deal. More than 300 predator priests, 300 in six Roman Catholic dioceses across Pennsylvania, according to this grand jury report, were protected by church leaders more interested in safeguarding the church and the abusers than tending to their victims. They they, they now think, they now estimate, that there might have been at least a thousand, if not more, young boys and girls who were molested by, by these priests in these various dioceses in Pennsylvania over the past 50 years. This in Orangewood began after a former intern, Catherine Snyder, accused this uh, preacher of abusing his position as a youth pastor by expressing ago. romantic feelings, making comments about her body, detailing his own fantasies when she was 18, on and on and on it goes. Then the church and the statute of limitations, I believe, I may be incorrect on this, but I believe that law enforcement has said, look, we can't look into this. The statute of limitations has run its course. There's nothing we can do. We can't bring charges. We can't investigate. So the church says, well, we're going to investigate these allegations, these accusations on our own. Or they hire a a group called Grace that I think is in the business of, you know, investigating uh, church misdeeds. It's in an the, independent in the... Christian organization. So anyway, here's yeah. one. One former invest- associate pastor explained to Grace, this organization, that uh, that Orangewood in Maitland yeah. had handled the claims against Jakes, the pastor who just resigned, who was at one time the youth pastor, handled the, the claims against Jakes by, quote, by considering it a private sin and not a public sin. Wow. I don't even know what that means. I can't even tell you what, what that even means. It's a private sin. It's not a public sin. What, he, did, did, he, didn't, he, didn't, uh, he didn't do anything at the, at the corner of 3rd Main? I mean, uh, what does that mean? It's his deal with God, I think. It's, you know, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. Here's the deal that bothers yeah. me the most, though, about that's, this thing. That's the religious rationale. The church says it'll accept yes. his resignation. This yeah. is what troubles me the most. They accepted his resignation yesterday, but they added he could return to preaching in the future. How does that work out? I have no idea. How, how are you going to open your door and let him back in on repentance. the pulpit? Oh, we believe. We believe in, in, in okay, repentance. We believe in uh, in the the sanctifying uh, of the by the Holy Ghost and by the by the uh, by mm-hmm. believing in the in the blood of Jesus Christ as the Jesus Christ, my personal Lord. And they on and on and blah 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 blah. That's the rationale. That's the excuse. They everybody sins and we're all sinners. And I've repented my sins. And blah 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 blah. It's a gigantic religious jerk off. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041. From... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Manny. Marsha is the backup. As I head to the soundproof booth, Mr. Pinkman will tell us about the prize. Darn tootin'. We have a four-pack of tickets to the Orlando Boat Show this weekend, the 17th through the 19th. 
at Orange County Convention Center. You can go to orlandoboatshow.com for more info, and you get to see Twiggy the Water Skiing Squirrel if you go there. Oh, oh we interviewed him the other day. Her. Her. Nice that's lady. what I said. I yep. always get my squirrel genders confused. Yeah, you just assume that squirrel's gender. I did. Yeah. Sorry, okay, squirrel. Bro. Hey, Manny, ready to play? <laughs> yeah, ready to beat Jim. Okay. Oh, well, let's see how it works out for you today, because I found a real fitting category. I looked over all the categories Brad sent co-producer for All Gaming. I read the title of this one, and I said, Josh can attest, this is a good category for today, and it's called I've Got Gas. <laughs> oh. I hate my life. All right. <laughs> Don't worry. If it affects Josh more than you guys, though. Yeah, it must be nice being in there. But this, however, this is questions about gasoline, because mm -hmm. we all depend on it, okay? Mm -hmm. So it's a category, I've Got Gas. It's about gasoline. You ready to go, Manny? All ready. Okay, here we go in three... Two and one. For every gallon of ethanol supplemented gasoline burned, how many pounds of carbon dioxide are released into the atmosphere? Fifteen. The Clean Air Act banned the sale of leaded fuel for use in on road vehicles. In what year did the act come into effect? Seventy eight. What percentage of the world's gas consumption is taken up by the U.S.? Um, Thirty. Roughly how many gallons of gasoline can be refined from a barrel of crude oil? Um, 50. How many cents per gallon is charged for federal excise tax? Uh, 75. Time. Did he say 50 or 15? Uh, the fourth question. How many gallons? Oh, 15. 15? 15. Okay, yeah. sounds like 50. Okay. Okay. 15. Oh, no, no, no. It was 50. 50, yeah. Oh, it was 50. Okay. Yeah, I'll put you on hold. Um, you just screwed yourself. I'm skeptical of you, Manny. Uh -oh. Changing your answers and whatnot. Oh, well, he no, changed he it for the worse. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. That's all right. I have a feeling uh, I know who's going to win. Hello, Jim. Hello. Hi, Welcome Pop. back. Yep. Category for you sent by Brad. Yeah, what do you got? Fitting for today. It's called I've Got Gas. Uh oh. Mm. Yeah. All right? Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. I've Got Gas. Don't come in here. Mucho, mucho. What? Come say dice beans in Espanol. Oh. Habituelas. Muy bien. Oh, frijoles. Oh, frijoles. Sí, Lo siento. Interchangeable. Muy bien. Yo tengo gaseo. Nope. Very good, Jack. Thank you. Thank you. Muy bien. It's just wrong. I'm going home right now. Well, questions about gasoline, actually. Not that kind of gas. No, gasoline. Kind of gas. Gasoline. Gasolina. Okay. Yeah, okay. Petrol. Right. Petrol. Right. Yes. That's another good one. Yeah, yeah. Benzene. NAFTA. Mm. Ready to go? Yes. Leaders <laughs> of petrol. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Reset the clock for you. Oh, wait, 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 Gasoline. Okay. All right. Let me. You'll In be three, two, oh. one. For every gallon of ethanol supplemented gasoline burned, how many pounds of carbon dioxide are released into the atmosphere? 50. The Clean Air Act banned the sale of leaded fuel for yeah. use in on-road vehicles. In what year did the act come into effect? 1971. What percentage of the world's gas consumption is taken up by the U.S.? 55. Roughly how many gallons of gasoline can be refined from a barrel of crude oil? 10. How many cents per gallon is charged for federal oh. excise tax? 12. Ooh. No. I don't know. Speed. I don't know. I, I don't have know, no bro. idea. I don't know my gasoline. 
Jim, I am doing something new today. What? I am not adding five seconds to your time. Why not? As a handicap. Uh-oh. Instead, I am subtracting five seconds from Manny's time. <laughs> Why? Seems fair. Unheard of. I don't know. Seemed like something different. Um, subtraction instead of addition. You see that long? Yeah. I wanted to flex those muscles. You know, no, we're not doing that. I'm not giving him that advantage. You realize it's the exact same thing, right? (laughs) Oh, I don't care. (laughs) That's okay. Are we going to grade this thing? Let's do it. Okay. (laughs) Right over my head, right over. Uh Fly over, fly over Jen's brain. (laughs) Oh, free holies. Um, So anyway, let's do it. Yeah. So. Every gallon of ethanol supplemented gasoline burned. And yes. Moira, you burn about, what, a couple hundred gallons a day just driving no, around doing no, nothing. No, not anymore. <laughs> How many pounds of carbon dioxide are released into the atmosphere for every gallon burned? Uh, Manny said. 15. Jim. 50. 18. Ooh, yeah, 18. Good On job, average, Manny. we Americans use a gallon of gas per day. Per person, mm-hmm. gallon of gas per day. Uh, All unbelievable. Right. Uh, yeah, all right. The Clean Air Act banned the sale of leaded fuel for Uh-oh. use in on-road. I know when I my first job was a petroleum dispersal engineer, <laughs> and uh, we'd have to say unleaded, leaded or unleaded. Oh, uh, well, that, that yeah. should give you a clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What year did the act come into effect, the Clean Air Act that prevented ah. the sale of leaded fuel? Manny Na- said. 78. Good guess. Uh, Jim. 71. Yeah, 96. Oh, goodness. Oh, really? Yeah, crazy, Oops. right? Yeah, wow. Yeah, it continues on, to be sold for off-road uses, including aircraft, racing cars, farm equipment, and marine engines. Come on, Jim. Come back, kid. You, you can on, do it. I can do it you now. Can I've done do it before. It. I can do it again. I know. Hold on, Manny. This game's not over yet, What's buddy. What's the score? It's 2-0. Oh, it's over. Nope. What, what percentage of the world's <laughs> gas consumption is taken up by the United States? Get it, Jim. Get it. Manny said. 30. Jim. 55. The answer? Yeah. 44%. Jim is closer. Oh, my yeah. 11, to, 11 to 14. Yep, yeah, yeah, indeed. Jim, you're on the board. Two, Two to, to one. one. Come yeah, on, yeah. Jim. Tie it up. I know I can beat him. I know I can beat him on time. Jim, you have a barrel of crude oil. Yes. They're going to, part of that is going to become gasoline. Correct. How many gallons of gasoline can be refined from a barrel of crude oil? I think it was too oil. high in, in, uh, when I rethink this. Well, just wait. Manny said. Well. He went from 50 to 15, back to 50. He ended up with 50. Yeah, Jim 50 said. 50 gallons of gasoline from, yeah, a, fi- from a, a 55 of gallon drum of oil. Yeah, but I didn't tell you it was a 55 gallon drum of a oil. A barrel, you said. I just said well, barrel. It's a barrel. A barrel's 55 well, gallons. Okay, All right. but that He's... information wasn't provided in the question. I'm right. Manny said 50, and Jim said 10. <gasps> the answer? Yeah. Somewhere in between. No, oh come on. Oh, God. 19 gallons. Oh, Jim, you're closer. Jim, you're closer. You tie the game. Tie game, Manny. Now it's the taxes. That's a tie game, buddy. It's taxes. Yeah. So, by the way, an oil barrel contains around 42 gallons of crude oil. It's not the 55 gallon drum that we're familiar with. Yeah, they have to top it off with whipped cream. It's not true. It's not true. Stabilizes it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. I've heard that. Thank you. (laughs) They fill it with issues of art of the deal. Oh, my goodness. Okay, finally, it's a tie <laughs> game. On, we get to our fifth and final. This is the You're game. Down this is nothing, the game right Jim. here. Came back, tie it up. This is for the game, Manny. Are you getting nervous? How do you know your federal excise tax? I, know, I have no idea. How many cents out of every gallon? Eh. So if a gallon is, you know, $2.70. I understand. I understand. How many cents is for the federal excise tax? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Manny oh, said 75 cents. Oh. Jim, Jim said 12. The answer? Yeah. 
18.4, Jim wins. Oh, Manny, a come b- from behind win for Jim. I'm so sorry, Manny. I'm really. I'm <laughs> I am the greatest. I will whoop him. I can't lose. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, oh. close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the So 18.4% goes to federal uh, excise tax. 13.7 cents goes to Florida state tax per okay. gallon. Yeah. So now we're up to 31 cents for every gallon. I'm sorry, Manny. What's my win-loss record? It is 82.30. Only 30 losses since the beginning of the year, ladies and gentlemen. That is kind of amazing. Do you think you can retire with no more than 30 losses? Mm. Well, I could. (laughs) If I quit. If I I just walked out the door right now, yes. (laughs) Right. I will will leave with no more than, where am I, 30? 40. Okay. I think 40. 40. You're fine, 40. Say 40, you're safe. Oh, no, no, no. I will, where am I, 30? Yeah. I you will a loss have no weeks. more than 50 losses. Oh, that's not, Nobody's that's taking not that impressive. Bet. I don't care about that. All right. <laughs> no. 35. 47. Not 40. interested. No, 47. <laughs> no. 40. 46. I will bet you you 40. will not lose more than 40 games. 45, I'm not going any lower than 45. What happened to your confidence? <laughs> Where did it because go? Because that's usually when you, you do something, then you get the, you get the, you get the jinx. The, you yeah, get the, the, the hex on you. Yeah, You're exactly. Get the, the closest to the pin yips. You get the curse. Exactly. You start getting the curse. Uh, okay. I'm 45. That's uh, all I'm doing. Nah, I'm not bad. Oh. It's the Phillips 45. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Don't forget Fritz on the street at the top. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Police in Indiana found $1 million worth of marijuana in a shipment of lettuce. That's one interesting salad man. Next, some angry locals at a town in England have been cling wrapping illegally parked cars. Oi, mate, they want to park illegally. I'll keep their cars proper fresh. I will. Finally, some police in Missouri described their suspect as too old to be wearing Aeropostale. Damn sick burn bro. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File blog. Go there to get a lesson on preventing Lyme disease at realradio.fm. And transmission. From the- you are listening to the Phillips File on Real Radio. I forget as soon as I move along. Everybody makes mistakes, and my mistake and for the way I carry on. You can show a little grace, but maybe things just went hey, you don't want to miss the drive home song in about an hour because uh-huh. it has to do with Lyme disease, believe it or not. Pretty catchy tune. Rap, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Talked about Orangewood uh, Presbyterian Church School. Talked about uh, this. Uh, it'll be on the. Network news, of course. Uh, the uh, report from the grand juries out of Pennsylvania regarding the maybe 300, if not more, Roman Catholic priests who may have physically assaulted, violated uh, quite possibly a thousand, if not more, 
young boys and girls mm-hmm. uh, when they were uh, serving in the priesthood over the past 50 years in uh, Pennsylvania. Talked about Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. They caught him on video not removing his cap during the national anthem. Seems a little hypocritical since he's made such a to-do yeah. over the like so, taking so much of a noise knee. about uh, you know NFL players who in a form of protest against police violence and against African Americans take a knee. And uh, Jerry Jones, you know, blabbing, yeah, 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 making a big deal out of it. And then uh, when they're playing the national anthem, uh, there he is standing next to his son. His son is actually telling his father, take your cap off. Pop, take your cap off. And he doesn't. So that's going to be all over ESPN and all the other sports uh, stations, I suppose. It's a legitimate story. It relates to hypocrisy to a certain degree, does it not? Most definitely hypocrisy. And, uh, of course, the conversations continue about Omarosa. And uh, I try to pay as little attention as possible. You can't help to avoid. I mean, it's gossipy, but, like, there's a certain amount of glee, I suppose, until you consider who's making the, who's coming up with the gossip. And you're going, oh, geez, I mean, am I really supposed to? Stand behind Omarosa and what she says about the president. Yeah, that's sketchy. But... Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's like, well, really? I didn't like her on The Apprentice. And everybody's always questioned about what she was doing in the West Wing yeah. in the first place. Right. Now the president issues a tweet today, calls her a dog. Some and people are saying that's, a, ra- that's a, a, a race dog whistle. I think it's just a, it's an insult you can, for anybody white, black, or otherwise, to be labeled a dog. He usually goes down the road with black people that they're somehow less uh, intellectually or something, calls them dumb or low IQ or, you know, nim- well, that's nimrods all, or something. Yeah, I don't that's know. Always, that's but always yes. been the, the mm-hmm. I mean, that's always been the tale of, of white America is to refer to people of color as less than human. Um, so... Yeah, black people think it's an insult, so I guess... Well, I think it's an... Well, of course it's an insult I mean, to refer to anybody as a dog. Right, of course. You know, white or black. Uh, you know, if you refer to somebody, well, they were nothing but a low-life dog. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's in the news as well. I don't know. Haven't haven't you ever heard anyone referred to like, ah, oh, you dog? Yeah, I have. I mean, I've used that dirty dog. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know how you combine it. Maybe because she's black? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know either. I don't. But that has always been the that has always been the case when uh, when white nationalists refer to people of color, they always want to, you know, test or or say they're not as intelligent. People of color are not as intelligent, mm-hmm. or they're in some some way subhuman, and which is just a bunch of uh, of absolute nonsense. Of course, it's all biblical in nature, Old Testament stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah. Leviticus. Ask black people, this black, white, good, bad, good, evil, you know, it's Mm -hmm. all that nonsensical stuff. See, what else were we talking about today? Volcanoes. Yes. Dinosaurs. Right. Impact theorists. Mm Mm-hmm. Or volcanoists or something. Volcanist. I guess yeah. it's a volcanist. Uh, vol- is volcanist? an expert. Volcanist. 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 Because a Vulcan is like it's rubberizing. Volcanist. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a theory that, no, in fact, it was not a meteor that killed off the dinosaurs. It was 500,000 years of volcanoes in western India spewing 
uh, poisonous gas and lava. Hey, so California, is that still burning? Oh, indeed. Oh, yeah. What's going on with that volcano in Hawaii? Oh, I don't know. That's oh, a good question. I don't know, because for uh, the four hour or three hours we've been in here, it's all been this uh, reality show between Omarosa and the president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> Let's see. On the <laughs> news. And I've said it a thousand times before. I'll say it again. Patty was absolutely correct when he wrote Network. This is what it is. It's all a... It's just a... And if you if you got behind the scenes, I, w- I would think. And if you talk to... Um, Journalists, reporters, and some people on uh, the networks, uh, regardless of uh, Sean Hannity, you can leave him out of that, or Laura Ingram, or whatever her name is, you can leave her out of that. Mm -hmm. But if you took Anderson Cooper and others, and if you've gone behind closed doors, I think they might say, you know, geez, man, we're in this, you know, it's just, uh, we're just trying to to win the, uh, put the soap on the shelf race. And we think this is what everybody's interested in, it's the biggest soap opera out there. You know, so if uh, if MSNBC is doing all this stuff with Omarosa and all this uh, gossip that's going on, yeah. and we say, hey, let's focus on, name me another issue. The Hawaii volcano. Yeah. who's got, What are you going to pay attention to? Nobody cares. Mm. I mean, the people are into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will tell you that according to the National Park Service, the volcano, the Kilauea volcano, has been quiet for over a week now. No further collapse events at the summit, and with the exception of a very small pond of lava... Deep inside one of the fissures, no lava's flowing, so we're good. Anything for sale near there? Mm, probably not. <laughs> would you buy? Uh, no, that's what I mean. I mean, what if would... it was a third of the price? Nope. What if it was an eighth of the price? Nope. I still want to go. That's one of the trips I'd like to go to. To a volcano? No, Hawaii. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. You gotta eat spam there. Chris right Isaac's kind of yeah. screwed that trip for me. Oh my god! You can still go. <laughs> yeah, of course. It wouldn't be the same. Why? Because Chris Isaac's not going with you? No. Because my wife was supposed to go and get a, free get a gig, but then they hired Chris Isaacs instead, instead of her band. So it was like, well, you he can't got hold that against Hawaii. They didn't have anything to do with it. Well, my wife holds it against Chris Isaac, and she won't go to me every time he comes in town. I have to go by myself. Yeah. So if you said, hey, you know, instead of let's, let's save our pennies and let's go to Hawaii, stay at Moe's place. Okay, deal. Mm-hmm. It's got those two Dobermans, you know, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden no, that guy shows that. up with the no, Detroit no, no. Tigers baseball cap driving a Ferrari or something. I don't have that. No. And then, uh, you know, uh, you get to shoot off a cannon. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. Mm-hmm. Hey, the new Magnum P.I. reboot, it does take place in Hawaii, correct? It does. That's about the only connection. Okay. That's just a... I think his name. Thomas yeah. Sullivan Magnum. Magnum. It's Magnum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does he have a friend, T.C.? Is there yeah, a, there's a, a TC, Mr. Higgins or a Mr. whatever Rick, his name is? And no, no, there's uh, not a Mr. Higgins. It's the it's Higgins, I think, his grand- granddaughter, great-granddaughter. Oh, but then there's that mishy-mashy kind of love interest, you know, oh, that they, they say between Magnum. you got to leave that out. Higgins, what? The, the Higgins brand is the Higgins brand. It's it's this it's this love-hate relationship. you got to get you got to leave the romance out of there. Hey, do you think? Mm-mm, that's what makes it. Well, not between the Higgins family and Magnum. That's just... Is this supposed to be his son? No. It must be. If that's his granddaughter... No, I don't think so. If there is a familial relationship with the Higgins line... I don't think so. Why wouldn't... I don't know. I just... I I didn't read that. No, I... Uh, You don't know. I'll bet you a dollar. 
It's his son or his nephew or his something. It's got to be. His name is Thomas Magnum. Same as Tom, Tom Selleck's name, character. Yeah. It's just a reboot of Magnum. They're not. They're not. Then why would the Higgins character be her his granddaughter? Man. So obviously, they well, I don't know the because maybe they didn't the thought. Rest. I'll bet you a dollar. <laughs> I'll bet you another dollar. He doesn't make a cameo. Tom Ooh, Selleck doesn't. Uh, well, wait, Blue Bloods is on CBS, right? Yeah. Yeah, and this is gonna be on the same CBS. Right? CBS. Yeah. So. Oh wait, there's already a bet on Magnum. As long as Moonves can get it together. <laughs> what do you think? What? Oh, he's cameo. Think I'll make a cameo? Yes. I'll bet you a dollar he does not. Yeah. All right, deal. All right. See, Pinkman's your huckleberry. It took me a year to win this tiger bet. So I, I, I'm not ready to bet again. So he won't. He's not. He said. He said he won't. Oh well, that's not I fair. Don't believe What's that? Mm, that bet is tainted and unclean. Tainted and unclean. I had information. I set up the bet. He could say, "Well, maybe you have information." I'm not ready to take that bet, but he took the bet. He says he will not make Sucker. a cameo. Has doesn't want any connection to it. Yeah, we'll see, bro. It doesn't say anything about the uh, father-son relationship. I don't think there's that, but the Higgins is the... Pinkman. I think she's yeah. just going to go, my name, whatever her name is. Juliet uh, Higgins. Juliet yeah. Higgins, and uh, my great-great-grandfather owned this place, and that's about it. Pinkman, you never said what episode, so you can wait until the series is over. Oh, that's true. It's, it's like the, uh, oh, we're canceling this. So that's fine. So you got about on. maybe a year or two. Because this show's not oh, going to last. You gave it a full were, year or two. You said two seasons, Jim V. Pinkman. Yeah, two seasons. Oh, I don't remember making that bet. Yeah. Oh, well, you I'll must have been high. It. I'll take it. No, I, I wouldn't do that. I'm a good boy. There will be crossovers with Hawaii 5.0, though. I wouldn't doubt that at all. The the new series. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that at all. I'll go figure it out. Well, anyway. Well, hot dog. I might start watching network TV. Yeah, Steve again. McGarrett, the grandson of Steve McGarrett. On oh, Hawaii are they going to connect those shows? Yes. Yeah, there's going to be a crossover. Yeah. That's, See, that's. Yeah. Wait, that's between weak. the old Hawaii 5 no, and this the, one? The no, the new Hawaii 5 and Magnum. Oh, hold on. Correct. It, no, we asked whether this Magnum is related to the Magnum, the original part. Magnum. And we say no. So I'm asking on Hawaii 5 is Steve McGarrett the great grandson or grandson of the original Steve McGarrett of Jack Lord. Oh yeah, I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know. Are you t- are you now saying that the new Hawaii 50 reboot and the new Magnum reboot are going to be connected in yeah, some way? Yeah, they'll have yeah, they'll yeah. probably yes. make, you know, on Hawaii 50, yeah. Magnum will make a, an appearance mm-hmm. and then on Magnum some of the characters from Hawaii 50, mm-hmm. the Jack Lord character will make an appearance on uh, will make an appearance on Magnum. You're yes. saying that you don't think the <laughs> new Magnum is related to the Tom Selleck Magnum. Is I don't a- think the new, yeah, I don't think the character Magnum on the new TV show Magnum is related to the, the character Magnum. Magnum that was played by Tom Selleck. Would you be willing Dollar? to bet he's related to the ice cream bar named Magnum? I will Stop not it. take that bet. <laughs> That's just silly. Would you believe that Uh-oh. in the new Hawaii Five-0, yeah. Steve McGarrett, in the new one, returns to Oahu in order to find his father's killer? Oh, that's so how they his father fat. is the original Steve McGarrett. Impossible. You don't know. <laughs> Unless, what? wait a minute. Uh-oh. Hold on, I got a couple of minutes. I know this is, all right. So the new Steve McGarrett yeah. is how old? He is, let's see. 33. 
Yeah, we'll call him. All right, let's call him thirty-three. Yeah, we'll call him. All right, and you might it might work. So the old Steve McGarrett, played by Jack Lord, uh-huh. Hawaii Five O. That one came to an end 70s? when? Seventies. Mm-hmm. In the seventies, early seventies. So. Yeah, probably in the mid seventies, right? Mid, maybe, yeah. So how many years are we talking about? It was on for how many seasons? You mean? No, how many years since the end of Hawaii Five O till now? How many years is that? About forty. All right, forty years. And how old was Steve McGarrett when when he was on Hawaii Five O? I mean, the 56. character was what? Probably in his forties. Okay, Early, yeah, oh, even better, 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 better. So let's better, say he was better, 45. Better. That show ended in 1980. Oh, 80. Whoa. 1980? Yeah. Had a good run. 12 years. Bro. So it's 38 years ago. It was the son? Yeah. So the new Steve McGarrett is the son of the old Steve McGarrett. Right. Correct. McGarrett does the math work or not? Yeah. It sure does. So Tell me the, how. The show ends, something happens. All right, so befalls, Steve McGarrett is 50. And something befalls Steve McGarrett. Well, then he has a son a couple of years later, and then he gets Wait, murdered. He, How does he have a son a couple of years after later? After he's already had something no, before. Fat no, 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 no. I'll say Wofat assassinated him when, he, when Steve McGarrett was 50. After. So a week before that, he impregnated a woman it's and fun had why, Steve Jr. I love watching you guys do math. I got to figure this well, out. Well, how old would he be then? So, well, let's say I, Steve, so let's say Steve McGarrett Jr. <laughs> Jr. is born in 1981. Uh-huh. 91. I believe 2001. He... Okay, all right. We're working. Yeah. yeah. 2001, 2011. 2011. Yeah. So he's 37. Yeah. And he could be. It works, bro. No. He's I, got... I made up 33. He could be 37. He's actually he's 42. Thir- he's 42. Aha, uh-huh, take that. Oh, okay, all right. Well, okay, that works then. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Jr. Okay, all right. That works. You know, numbers are numbers. So I mean, you can't McGarrett argue the numbers. Jr. It's been on for eight years now. What? I know, right? That's what I said. In my head, obviously. What? Yeah, the new one. Are they doing that's been on for eight seasons? Because now they count, you know. It's been on since 2010. Mm. That's eight years. Yeah. Yeah, bro. 193 episodes. I don't think Maggie will last that long. What? Yeah, we'll see. People people like nostalgia. Everything old is new again, Jim. Yeah, if you're over 75. They still exist. It's a demographic. Yeah. How many episodes of uh, Hawaii Five-0 have you seen? None. Thank you. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away. On Real Radio 104.1. In a world of journalistic excellence. Can I get your opinion? Comes a man with no formal training. How do you feel about Kraft Newberg? This is Fritz on the Street. Yeah, it's Tuesday, Fritz on the Street. As a matter of fact, Fritz on the Street brought to us in part by... After I got food poisoning from hamburger paste and McFrugal's, attorney Crab Newberg was able to recover $6,900 for me. Thanks, Mr. Newberg. You're welcome, Cinnamon. I was honored to recover $6,900 for Cinnamon after her severe food poisoning, and I'd be willing to help you too. I've graduated from an accredited law school and passed an intensive examination in the state of Florida. If you've been given a raw deal from Food Paste, simply go to askthecrab.com. With Crab Newberg, you've got a case. Hey, you got that right, Fritz. How are you today? I Over. Hear Hi. He's nervous. Um, I'm having a great day. Are we, you? we had them all sealed off because we didn't want you to think there was. Uh, we collusion? didn't want to give you any. Uh, we wanted to give you no collusion. Mm-hmm. 
No collusion. No, no collusion. collusion. I walked through there and I heard Jack talking to Fritz, so I don't know if that's true. About yeah, he what came the... in. We were yeah, what no. we were talking about. Tell him what exactly what you said, Fritz. It... So, what, uh, about the, the, the hat, your hat. Idea? Yeah. <laughs> I saw someone uh, last night wearing a uh, New England Patriots baseball cap, so I just posited, well, why doesn't Major League Baseball put their logos on NFL helmets? That's right. So, so I can rock like a Tampa Bay Rays in, uh, football helmet. You won't. I'm just asking. Who's wearing a football helmet around town? Me, exactly. if I have one. Just like to point out, to um, just to let everybody okay. know about the integrity of Fritz. <laughs> okay. Fritz on the street. Uh-huh. That, uh, Uh-oh. not this week, but last week, I, did, I offered him, a, a, I tried to bribe him. <gasps> yeah. Oh, and he said, no way, it. Jose, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. I said, throw in a burrito, and maybe we'll talk. And, and then said, that's, no, that was a I deal said, breaker. I'll give you a dollar mm-hmm. to, to let me know the answer to the first question. I said, I said I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. It's a good deal. One burrito, one dollar, then maybe we'll talk. Anyway, Fritz, what do you got for us today? <laughs> Thank you for asking. I have ten questions, five current event questions, five general trivia knowledge questions. Let's start off with the scoreboard in first place with 349 points. One away from 350. Jim Phillips in second right. place. Jack with 327. Oh, boy. Pinkman in third with 316. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, and I'm in the basement yet again. No, Casey. Well, 300, yeah. right? Yeah, 300. Run, though, and then Casey got 22 points. Yay, I'm Casey. Because he's good. He's super good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 22, Casey. So without further I, I ado. I don't this game. What? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, think I about it. I need to think about this for a second. What? No clue. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hashtag no clue. Uh, no clusion. Anyway, okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right, without further ado, if you think you know it, chime in for that bonus point. Question one. Recently, which former aide to President Jim? Jim. Omarosa. That is correct. Mm. Oh, tough Low one. hanging yeah, fruit really. there. Recently, hey. which... <laughs> Who jumped in? <laughs> Who jumped saying. in, I'm saying. Right, you know, saying. you got to get them where you get them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Recently, which former aide to President Trump released secret audio recordings of the president after her firing? Jim, you got that one right. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said... Omarosa or Omarosa Manigault Newman or just Newman? No, not just, uh, you Newman. just say Newman. Of course Newman. you can say Newman. I'll go six. <laughs> six for Jim. I'm going to go with five. Please. Five for Pink Man. Six. Six for Mo. Seven. Seven for oh, Jack. Great. I almost went right. seven, Jackie. That yeah, I was so thinking bad. about seven. Yep. With uh, answers from the file of five, six, and seven, this is how we begin. Come on. Bing, bing, bing. So we got two points. Recently, which former aide to President Trump released secret audio recordings of the president after her firing? No clue. Omarosa. <laughs> oh. Celine Dion? Like, uh, Omarosa? Omarosa. Omarosa Manigault Newman. Omarosa? Five. five. Thank you, Mikey. Pinky's picking up two. Mo and Jim picking up one. What each. was that? What was that answer? What was that? Celine Dion. Yeah, Celine Dion. Is he coming up in f- future questions? I'm telling yeah. you, we want to know because yeah. it, yeah, exactly. it taints the game when you put an asshole in it. Hey, 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 hey! Listen. <laughs> where, where, where are these questions asked? <laughs> I was at the bar, Jim. Oh, at the bar. Okay. How late in the night? Oh, uh, you this? don't want to know. That. Good question. Uh, at least no clue makes an honest attempt at it. Not yeah. really. He says so no that, clue. Yeah, he's always, I don't know. No clue. He's always getting off work. Yeah, you know, totally working hard. Yeah. And you know, Whatever. just wants okay, to have I'm going to okay, right. be funny. If you're not here. trying, yeah, it's not exactly. even funny. Like it's not funny. Question two. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Would you rather they say pass, Mo? Yes. Whatever. Question two. Chest hurts. And what? In what ballet does a 
Jim? Uh, Nutcracker. That is correct. Oh, you oh, son of a... Oh, oh, ow. <laughs> Question two. In what ballet does a toy maker's goddaughter travel to the land of sweets on Christmas Eve? <laughs> Jim, you got that one right out of eight mm-hmm. answers. How many do you think said the Nutcracker? Or the Nutcracker sweet. Mm. Don't get fancy with it. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go seven. What about seven? Newman? I'm going seven. Seven for Jim. <laughs> Um, four. Four for Mo. Six. Six for Jack. I will go five again, please. Ah. Five for Pink Man. Question oh two with answers from the file of four, five, six, and seven. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, oh my. In what ballet does a toy maker's goddaughter travel to the land of sweets on Christmas Eve? The Nutcracker? The Nutcracker? Nutcracker. The Nutcracker. The Nutcracker? Nutcracker? Yeah. The Nutcracker. Next question. Seven. So Jim is picking up two on that one. Jack is picking up one. Yes, on the board. Question three. <laughs> Over the weekend, a disgruntled airline Jim. employee. Jim, Seattle. That is correct. Oh, really? <laughs> Over the weekend, a disgruntled airline employee stole and crashed a jet from an airport in which major city it was Seattle-Tacoma Airport. Jim, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Seattle? Could have been Alaskan Air. Could have been SeaTac, mm-hmm. but no. Yeah. <laughs> C-Tac. Could have been Nose Oh, yeah. Well, uh, could have been I'll go five. Roll. Five for Jim. Could have been Barrel What roll. was it you say? In what city? In what major city? Yeah. What, do you what say? did Jim say? Jim in, said in Seattle and happened to be the correct answer. Whatever. Yeah. I didn't say Barrel Roll. I said in which major city, Mo? <laughs> in which major? You didn't say American city. In which major city? Yep. Okay. Um, And you said what? Five. five. I said five. Um, no. Four. Four for Mo. Yeah. Ooh, three. Three for Pinkman. Ooh. Ah. That's a good ah, yeah, the city. We know the it's story, but it's not five. No, it's not five. I'm going to go six? No, I'm going to go under. I don't know. Two? I mean, it's either four or three. No, 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 no. Four. Four for Jack. Ah. No clue. Right. Question three with answers from the file of three, four, and five. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Over the weekend, a disgruntled airline employee stole and crashed a jet from an airport in which major city? Seattle. 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 Seattle? San Antonio? Let's go New York. Seattle. Damn it. Atlanta. Five. Jim is picking up two points. Mo and Jack. One point each. Yes. Uh, you, Pinkman. <laughs> Question oh. four. <laughs> Thanks. Question four. What artificial waterway connects the Mediterranean Two. Sea? Jim. Oh, Jim. Suez Canal. That is correct. So Four in a row, geez. What artificial waterway connects the Mediterranean Sea to the Red Sea? Jim, you got that one right. It is the Suez Canal out of eight answers. How many do you knew that? Uh, do you think knew that? Three. Three for Jim. Two. Two, two for Pinky. No. Two for Mel. One. One for Jack. Question four with answers from the file of one, two, and three. Bing, bing, bing! Sprinkle. What artificial waterway connects the Mediterranean <laughs> Sea to the Red Sea? The Suez Canal. Suez Canal. Oh, no idea. I can't think of the name. Come on. Um, no, I don't know canals. I don't know. Come on. Guadalcanal. I don't know. Pass. The Strait of Gibraltar. Ah! So yes. Pinky and Mo picking up two points Ooh. each, and Jim and Jack picking up one each. I'll take Ooh. it. You want to do one more? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Question five. Yeah, question. <laughs> question five. Last week, over 60,000 rubber ducks. Jim. Were re- Jim. Chicago. That is correct. 
That's way. a five-point bonus week so far for Jim. Last week, over 60,000 rubber ducks were released into a river in which American city, Jim, out of eight, how many do you think said Chicago? Chi-town. I'll go four. Four five. for Jim, five for Pink Man. Oh, jeez. What's the question? Four and five? Is that what said four? I'll say, I'll say three. Jim, uh, three for Mo. Wait, they have to say Chicago, yes. or can they so, say Chi Town? No, they can't Chicago. New no. If they get ch- anybody says Chi Town, you're allowed to give them a pink belly. Yeah, right in the throat. Yeah, no, pink, pink belly, belly, right in the throat. It's in the belly. <laughs> oh, boy. What did I say? Four? Yes, I said three. Three for Mo. Jack, what's your answer? I don't know. <laughs> It's really not worth it. Uh, in the throat, right in the throat. Four, four for Jack. Mm-hmm. Question five with answers from the file of three, four, and five. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, oh, you guys are perfect. The first five. Last week, over sixty thousand rubber duckies were released into a river in which American city? Chicago, St. Louis. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No, I got nothing. Yeah. Chicago. Uh oh. Uh, Chicago. Chicago. Hmm, no idea. Four. <laughs> so Jim and Jack picking up two each. Pinkman and Mo picking up one each. All right. I gotta take my oh nitroglycerin tablets. <laughs> you want a halftime score update? No. No. Okay. All right. Fritz on the street. Five more questions to go on Real Radio 104.1. You think you know the answers? He changes the questions. Is Fritz on the street? Forgot what this uh, was. Uh, let me hit this. Yo! Hold up! Time out! Time out! Y'all take a chill! You need to cool that s*** out! And that's the double truth! Yeah, it's Fritz on the Street Part 2 brought to what us in part by... That? After my illiteracy prevented me from reading the slippery when wet sign, Attorney Crab Newberg was able to recover me $50,000. Thanks, Mr. Newberg. You're welcome, Thad. I was honored to recover $50,000 for Thad after his tragic slip and fall, and I'd be willing to help you, too. I've graduated from an accredited law school and passed an intensive examination in the state of Florida. But no one should tell you how to read things. Go to askthecrab.com and see what Crab Newberg can do for you. With Crab Newberg, you've got a case. Yeah, take it from Thad. All right, let's get back to uh, Fritz on the street. Five more questions to go, right, Fritz? That is correct. All righty, done. All right, question six. You know the drill. If you think you know it, chime in for that bonus point. In Major League Baseball, (laughs) what type of animal is the mascot for the Oakland Athletics? Jack. 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 Elephant. That is correct. Nicely done, Jack. In Major League Baseball, what type of animal is the mascot of the Oakland A's? Jack. I get point, Jack, just for out of saying eight, your name. Out of eight <laughs> answers. <laughs> like the SAT. Out of eight mm-hmm. answers, how many do you think said elephant? Yeah. Three. Three for Jack. I'll go three. Three for Jim. Two. Two. Yeah. Two for Pinkman and two for Mo. Question six. With answers from the file of two and three. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, oh man. Go, 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 go. Two Dude. points. In Major point. League Baseball, what type of animal is the mascot of the Oakland Athletics? An elephant. Elephant. I really don't. A horse. I really, a badger. On, one more. Pachyderm. Come on. A uh, penguin. Uh, a bear. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the, the three. Wait, three. Someone Time said pachyderm. Some, somebody yeah. said pachyderm. Yeah, yeah. Pachyderm is a... Is yeah. a, it's an, a Big elephant kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but you didn't say they were allowed to say pachyderm. 
He, he he's didn't a say smart they were allowed man. to say Newman either. Also, pachyderm as rhinoceri or hippopotami as well. Yeah, but an elephant's a pachyderm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Wait, so it's so three. Yeah. But then it's all elephants are pachyderms, but not all pachyderms are elephants. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, people can't even. Item, if people I might. Can't... <laughs> go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm just saying, people can't even have fun with their answers now if they're, no. they're brainy, so what's brainy the pants. So what was the How many? answer? Three was, or four? It was three, so Jim and Jack are picking up two points. Yeah, you. yeah we're not arguing anymore. <laughs> Thank you. And Mo and Unfair. Pinkman are picking up one yeah, each. All right, okay, okay, okay. okay. They are. A pachyderm. So now you know. No. Question seven. It's a pachyderm, not a pachyderm. <laughs> it's got that Y. The Y is silent. Uh, it's not silent. It's just an I, not an E. Question seven. <laughs> I like pachyderm better. It's an I, not an E. <laughs> Question seven. That may be the best line of the day, Mo. No. I'm may, trying. You know, I, Do I get a point for that? I'd like no. to give you a point, but I, I can't. I yeah, my hands are tied. You have plenty of points I don't to know. share. I think the pink belly to the neck might be yeah. the challenge. Well, that's kind of good, yeah. <laughs> yeah right might. in the throat. <laughs> right in the throat. Uh, yeah, pink <laughs> belly right in the throat. <laughs> that made no sense. Question actually. seven. Thank okay. you, Mo. Uh-huh. I appreciate that. Question sure. seven. <laughs> On Monday, which WWE legend? Jim. Hart. Jim Hart. <gasps> Jack. Jack. Damn it, I'm sorry. Jack. Jack. Needhart. That is correct. Yeah, Needhart. Neidhart, Needhart. Doesn't right, matter. Jim the Anvil, Neidhart. The Anvil. I was just going to yep. say the Anvil. On Monday, was... which WWE legend passed away at the age of 63? is a very sudden, sad death. Jack, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Neidhart, Needhart, or Ooh. Jim the Anvil, Neidhart? Well, you got a full page yeah, in the Times. Right. Really? You got a full page? Mm-hmm. Well, the Times. Probably not. Probably Mm-mm. not. I don't think uh, I got anything in wait, the times. Four photos. Yeah. You asked this last night. Last night? And the death was yesterday. It was, yeah, yesterday it was morning. Day before. Oh, day before. Day before. Yeah, day before. Oh, then I'll... Ooh, day good. Three. Three. For Jack, three for Jim? One. Two. One for Pinkman and two for Mo. Question seven. With answers from the file of one, two, and three. Bing, bing, bing. Ah! On Monday, which WWE legend passed away at the age of 63? Um, Neidhart. Yeah, let's pass. Jim the Anvil Neidhart. No idea. Come on. No clue. Well, it wasn't that announcer. I don't know. Ric Flair. Uh, yeah. Hulk Hogan. Two. So Mo is picking up two points. All right. Allie, mm-hmm. All right. Everyone Mikey. else is picking up one. Coming down the hallway during the break, Mikey. Question eight. Well, you can't intimidate him. I, I like, can and will. Are you, you going to fight him? Oh, yeah. yeah well, I'd like to see him. that. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Two of you. God, oh, Mikey yeah. would kill you, Pinky. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. He would. Yeah. And you probably have 50 pounds on him, if not more. He's probably got a green 100. belt in karate. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's a father. He's got pent-up aggression and rage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How many questions? Three, three more, sorry. <laughs> okay. Question eight. He ain't wrong. Yeah, okay. Question eight. Which Hollywood pin-up starred in Designing Woman and Murder on the Orient Express? Pink Jack. Man. Pinkman. Bridget Bardo. Incorrect. Jack. Jack. Nailed Delta him. Burke. That is incorrect. Oh, which one? Which Hollywood pinup starred in Designing Woman and uh, Murder? Which Hollywood what? Pinup. Uh, pinup. Hacky dirt. In which? In which? Nailed Designing man. Women Nailed and man. Murder on the Orient Express. Nailed Designing Delta Woman. Burke. Okay, well, time out. Oh, woman. You can't give more information now that's that we've true. already oh, started. That's true. That's true. I have no idea. No, nope, I don't know either. <laughs> no idea? Nobody knows. That would be Lauren Bacall. Lauren uh, Bacall. Oh, Lauren and Bacall. that one. Jack, you got question seven correct, so Ooh. you will uh, start off question eight. Which Hollywood pinup starred in Designing Woman and Murder on the Orient Express out of eight answers? How many think uh, said Lauren Bacall? One. One for Jack. 
Zero. Zero for Pinkman. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'll go zero. Zero for Jim. One. No. One for Mo. No, we couldn't even figure it out. How are they going to figure <laughs> it out? Question eight. They're smart. Oh, I yeah. hope they get like one eight. Um, one um, out, Six, there's seven. an outlier yeah. knows it. No clues going to get it. I'll go zero. Zero, one, zero. McCall. One. Yeah. Question eight with answers from the file of zero and one. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. No! Which Hollywood pinup starred in Designing pin-up. Woman and Murder on the Orient Express? Oh, I love that movie, but I have I don't know. <laughs> no. Ooh, Lucy Liu. Betty Davis. <laughs> Delta Burton. Mimi Van Doren. Oh, that. I don't know. <laughs> no clue. Zero. So Jim and Pinky picking up two points each. Mo and Jack picking up one each. Mm-hmm. Oh, two to yeah. go. Yep. Question nine. Right. Which type of animal recently made headlines after a 1,000-mile tour of grief? What? Which type of animal recently made headlines after a 1,000-mile tour of grief? Who's up? Super sad. Oh, super, super sad. sad. Super sad. Tour- super Jack. Sad. Jack. A pachyderm. That is incorrect. <laughs> Moira, a <laughs> dog. A dog is incorct. It's a good oh. Because they missed their owner. They went on yeah. a 1,000 mile tour. Jim, a cat. That is incorrect. Pinky. Lizard. You know, I'm going to go with giraffe. Turtle. Turtle. Giraffe is a good guess. Incorrect. It would be a whale, an orca, a killer oh. whale. Told you. Oh, that's, oh, oh that one. Yeah. The one with the, 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 the dead calf. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sad. Did it for 30 days. Uh, Jack, you got uh, question seven correct. You will start off question nine. <laughs> I keep going because we saw. <laughs> Out of eight answers, how many do you think said a whale, an orca, a killer whale? Oh, my. Would you take Newman? Would yeah. you take Pachyderm? Sure. Two. Two for Jack. Two. Two for Jim. One. One for Mo. One. One for Pinky. Way to go oh. Question nine with answers from the file of one and two. Let's see if the streak continues. Which type of oh. animal recently made headlines after a 1,000-mile tour of grief? No clue. <laughs> a whale? Killer whale? Kangaroo. An orca. Orca. A killer whale? Damn it. Was it a killer whale? Uh, no Damn. <laughs> no idea. Five. Five Jeez. new points awarded, and we go to the last question. Oh. Question 10. What is the capital of Argentina? Jim. Jim. Oh, Jesus. Hmm. Harris. That is correct. Oh, you son of a... Six ass. bonus points for you all day, Jim. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Buenos Aires? They say they're going to confuse it. They're going to go... What are they going to say? They're going to say Rio. They're Havana. Gonna, they're, Ottawa. Oh, God. Be all over any the place. Spanish city they can think of, yeah. Sure. I'll go... Uh-huh. Four. Four for Jim. Five. Five for Mo. Six. Six. Really? <laughs> Swing it for the fences. Hell yeah, I need points. Okay, five. Five. <laughs> I don't believe six. Mm-mm. Question 10 with I answers. I believe five, and I picked that. <laughs> with answers from the file of four, five, and six. Yeah. Final question. Last one. Oh, what is the capital of Argentina? Gone. No clue. Buenos Aires? Oh, Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires? No, I hate you. No idea. Santiago. Lionel Messi. Three. So Jim is picking up one point. <laughs> Lionel <in> Messi. That. <laughs> Yeah. That is Fritz on the street. And it's brought to us by whom? Uh, the Fort Fritz podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Download it right now, absolutely free. Search Fort Fritz. It's spooky, it's scary, Ooh. and it's an audio drama, so you get to hear all the sound effects that takes place in a haunted house. Ooh. It's very fun. Whoa, okay. Here we go, the winner on the date. Wow.
It wasn't Wait, even yeah. close. It wasn't close at halftime when he had over 10 and we all had five. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Jim finished with 19 points today. All right. What is that? 368. You, you show okay. off. Mm-hmm. He's at 368. Uh, next up, I had 11. All so right. I'm at 338. Yeah. And then Moira and Pinky both had nine points. Pinkman's at 325. Yeah. Moira now is 309. You're welcome, and I Casey. give that gives Casey five more for a total of 27. All right, there we go. Thanks, Fritz. Good job. Thank Mo's got to get out of here. She's going to the Shakira concert. Oh, nice. She's Ooh. very excited. I am so excited. Why didn't you leave at six? I didn't want <laughs> to miss my measly nine points. That's why. <laughs> well, well no, wait a minute. Right. Let me do the. Yeah, she's right. She would only ended up five if she left early. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Smart yeah. move. Yeah. I, know. I was thinking about that earlier when I saw your message, and I was. Yeah, and it was and hashtag said, no. Well, maybe clue. if you left, then you get more points if you left because of the birth. Never mind, it doesn't oh, make any difference. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mo, have a good uh, time. Oh, we'll see you tomorrow. To you. Thank you, mm-hmm. Fritz. Good job. Thank you. Uh, we got a great drive home wrap for you. Uh, stay tuned for that, especially if you're concerned about Lyme disease. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A firefighter in London tried to save a bird that was stuck on a roof. The bird told him to F off. Well that's really no way to go about getting yourself saved from a roof. Next, a Prince Edward Island reporter had to inform alarmed readers that there were no obituaries because nobody died. It's a weird world we live in where people panic when they find out no one died. Finally, a bear wandered into a liquor store in Connecticut but was unable to buy anything because it's a bear. How discriminatory. Maybe he was having a bad day and he could, barely, stand it anymore. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You are listening to The Phillips File, where horrible news is reported horribly. Afraid of Lyme disease? Listen up now. Yo, MC Bugsy, we're dropping rhymes to target Lyme disease. Calling attention to prevention, so please use repellent and do a tip check. Upper Midwest, Mid-Atlantic, and Northeast. Nod your headache if you got bullseye rash, fever fatigue. We're dropping rhymes to target Lyme disease. Calling attention to prevention, so please use repellent and do a tip check. Upper Midwest, Mid-Atlantic, and Northeast. Nod your headache if you got bullseye rash, fever fatigue. Watch your back in the woods, brushy spots, and leaf litter. Walk the center of trails. Don't be a rat dinner Eight legs are creeping in that overhanging vegetation Stop these blood-sucking parasites with inflammation Eliminate brush piles, that's where rodents like to kick it Lime runs in their blood, larvae pick it up when they sip it Hunker down for several months to survive the winter And spring infected nymphs emerge to seek blood from the leaf litter Ticks dig humidity, keep the yard trimmed Mind the edge where your lawn transitions to woodland They like it overgrown, so keep the grass mowed Ticks are known to seek hosts wherever wildlife roam Dropping rhymes to target Lyme disease Calling attention to prevention So please use repellent and do a tip check Upper Midwest, Mid-Atlantic and Northeast Not your headache if you got bullseye rash, fever fatigue We're dropping rhymes to target Lyme disease Calling attention to prevention So please use repellent and do a tip check Upper Midwest, Mid-Atlantic and Northeast Not your headache if you got bullseye rash, fever fatigue Both the heat of the summer and when it's chilly outside Ticks are questing for hosts, basically blood in a ride Arms waving the saving graces when you brush on by 
cling on with tiny hooks, they don't jump, jump drop, or fly. Apply repellent to your clothing as well as exposed skin. CDC recommended active ingredients. IR3535, Dieter for keratin. Treat clothing with half percent permethrin, but never skin. Bathe the shower ASAP when you get back inside. Check your body with a mirror, cause ticks like to hide. Examine gear and pets for hitchhikers and stowaways. Rock clothing with high heat, ticks will die post haste. We're dropping rocks to target Lyme disease. Calling attention to prevention, so please use repellent and do a tick check. Up from Midwest, Mid Atlantic, and Northeast. Nod your headache if you got bulls or rash, fever fatigue. We're dropping rocks to target Lyme disease. Calling attention to prevention, so please use repellent and do a tick check. Up from Midwest, Mid Atlantic, and Northeast. Not your headache if you got bulls or rash, fever fatigue. Early summer's the time for most Lyme disease cases in May. The tiny nymphs reach peak population. That summer they got infected. Don't let them go undetected. Stay protected. Treat yourself to a full body inspection. You found a tick? Don't panic. Use tweezers to grab it close to the head, pull slow and steady until it detaches. Clean and disinfect the site, then watch your bot for 30 days. Call up the doc if you get rash, fever, fatigue, or headache. Black-legged ticks feed and drop, you may not even know. Often they bite out of sight, later the symptoms show. If you spend time outside, then ask your doc about Lyme. Treat a bull when detected early, yo, most of the time we're dropping Lyme. What the hell is Angel listening to? Anyway, do that tick check. <laughs> I like it. What's up, Logos? <laughs> <laughs> I dare you, Angel. I dare you to play it. All right, time for a little <laughs> bit of uh, person, place, or thing. Some PPT. Yee, Let's get that music going. There we go. Now we're talking. PPT, mm-hmm. of course. We got some nice prizes, or a prize at least. What is that, Mr. Pinkman? That would be a pair of tickets to see classic albums live. Led Zeppelin, Houses of the Holy. Hard Rock Live, Saturday, September 8th. Go to realradio.fm, keyword events for more info. Yeah, yo, do it. Oh, Tick, yeah. check. Here is Ron. Uh, pick a person, a place, or a thing, Ron. Yeah, let's all learn some uh, geometry. How about a place? How about a place? Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. What is this place? This place is a prime destination for tourists and local residents alike. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it uh, must be in Europe. Are you asking a question, or is that an answer, or this place is a prime destination for tourists and local residents alike? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just do some probing. Yeah, no probably probing allowed. Nope. Probably the Riviera. Oh, yeah, the Riviera. He's going to the Riviera. No, it's not the Riviera. Oh, man. I know. That's what I was thinking. Lee, here we go. Clue number two, Lee. Like, can you... Like, I should win just to listen to that song. All right, we're moving right along. See you, sucker. <laughs> Here's Brian. You get clue number two and three, Brian, okay? Thought you were All funny. Right. Yeah. Everybody, don't, uh, you know, keep the day job, okay, buddy? Yeah, look at this. Like Key Largo, it has a canal street, but you don't need a gondola to get around. Clue number three, most of its architecture was built during the late 18th century during a period of Spanish rule. Uh, I'm going to say San Antonio. San Antonio. That's your final answer? I'm sorry, not San Antonio. Here we go to Rick. Clue number uh, four, Rick. This old square has less than 5,000 permanent residents, but it swells in the evening when you can eat Creole and jazz it up. Um, 
New Orleans. Yeah, we're in New Orleans. Um, Come on, buddy. Bourbon Street? Uh, which is part of... The French Quarter? That's your final answer? Yeah. Yeah, baby! There you go, yeah, the French Quarter. Good for you. Uh, yeah, here's the clue number five from Brad. A wee quarter for your thoughts. Bring some beads to flash the Mardi Gras crowd as the parade winds through the district. Aha! Aha! Never been. I have. I have. I'm not a big fan. Why not? It was... Well, when I was there, my dog died. Oh, oh yeah. So, you know, I kind of put a... Nah, I just wasn't. I, you know, it was good food, but I didn't think it was... Uh, I think if I had gone to New Orleans 25 years ago and sampled the food, I think, oh, this is this is outrageous. This is just because you wouldn't be able to find that kind of cuisine in Metro Orlando. It just wouldn't exist at the time. But there are great restaurants in Orlando, Miami. I mean, they're all over uh, now. I, I just wasn't that kind of little nasty, that's all. But people think, love it. I went to Mardi Gras in 1994. Yeah. Would you go back? Not for Mardi Gras. Would you go back? Say, hey, yes. not, not for nothing. Let's just go back. And I would, yeah. Taking some jazz clubs and uh, yeah, I don't think some... I'd do the Mardi Gras thing again. Yeah, but uh, you know, it was fun at the time. I'm just, I'm an old man now. <laughs> you know, although yeah. well, all due respect, younger, yeah. I got, I got. Let me, well, just some words of wisdom. Yeah, you don't know old yet. True, but you remember what um, Fantasy Fest was like? Yes. Mardi, Mardi Gras is Fantasy Fest on steroids. Whoa. It's like times 10. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Sounds fun. Mm. Yeah, it was fun. So Mardi Gras in New Orleans have, doesn't have the same amount of gayness, does it? Oh, there was plenty of gayness. No, I mean gay. But Key West. No, no. Is, but Key West Mardi Gras parade per se Correct. is not the same as, uh, as uh, Fantasy Fest. Correct. And I think Fantasy Fest, with all due respect, has gotten kind of. Yes. Not, I don't want to say old, but it's been there, done that, got that T-shirt yeah. type of thing. Of all these years, you've had been to Fantasy Fest in Key West. I don't know. And I hate See, to do that. Well, let me tell you when Fantasy Fest was, you know, but back how, in the day. How would we I know? I hate doing that. Because they, <laughs> yeah, that's they don't talk a lot about Fantasy Fest here. I mean... You'll hear the occasional news story of it, but True. even when it was at its prime, you weren't, and maybe it is now. I don't even know, but Keys are still recovering from the hurricanes. But so I'm not. But sure. what I'm trying to say is, uh, what's the big, uh, what's the big uh, festival that's uh, Burning Man? Yeah, and there was a point where nobody knew anything about Burning Man. There was just this, you know, collection of people that went to Burn- Burning Man. And nobody really knew about it. And then all of a sudden, it got it got to be everybody's going to Burning Man. They're flying in a corporate jets to go to Burning Man. Burning Man. I just wonder if the same thing, you know, whether the same thing happens with uh, Fantasy Fest. Not hey. that they're flying in on corporate jets, but it's it's. Hey, I've been there. You know, tell me about something that uh, that's going on that I want to be part of. That's part of the allure of some of these, if you want to call them festivals, is that nobody knows about it. It's like running with the bulls in Pamplona. It's like, it's, it's old school. Dude, that's old school. Now the yuppies show up. Yeah, it's old school. You know, so you put on your, you know, white linen shirt and pants with a red sash and, you know, try to get gored by a bull. Yeah, seems fun. Yeah.
good. Really oh, that, what's, that, what's that tomato festival that they have in Italy? Yes. Oh, wow. and nobody knew about it. Nobody yeah. knew about it. And all of a sudden, you know, because of 24-hour news and this and that and whatever, and access to the media, people go, geez, what is this festival where you got thousands of people just throwing tomatoes at one another? Uh, mm-hmm. That's La Tomatina yeah. in Spain. Yeah, the marinara toss. So there's something, you know, there are <laughs> things that are going on in the world that we're not aware of. Then we become aware, and then everyone ruins it. Yeah, it's like moving. It's like moving to a place that uh, you know Americans have the capacity of moving to places to get away from, uh, to get away from uh, their home, so to speak, and they take all their luggage with you. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. figuratively. Yeah, and before yeah. you know it, uh, you know, you, then you got uh, targets and Home Depots popping up. Good. I wouldn't want to live too far from either one of those. Yeah, especially in some of those places. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, can I get some running water, please? And this Coca-Cola doesn't—it t- doesn't taste the same. I've heard that one before. <laughs> Actually, better. Usually, it's got, yeah. Got better sugar in yeah, it. Yeah, sugar in the it. The real stuff. All right, let's get out of here. I'm leaving. Good show today. Thank you very much. Where Thank are you, you going? Uh, Fritz on the street for Fritz on <laughs> Fritz for Fritz on the street tomorrow. Busy day, among other things. What do you have? We have Scott Maxwell tomorrow. Yes. Shot doctor tomorrow. Five minute professor tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Among all this other stuff, we'll see how Mo uh, did at the Shakira concert. That's tomorrow at 3, right after Shawnee's The News Junkie. The Sabrina and Celine, they follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. Tonight, eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wonder, aimlessly pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.